Greenlight decided that I don't need the internet this weekend. Why is everyone so fucking stupid? Why aren't more people intelligent like me? That night, I'm just like, ah, let's see what Carl's up to. And there he is trashing me again. And I'm just like, how disingenuous is this prick? You and I had a great conversation. We were laughing. I'm so rory. So Episode four. 28. Are you a boner guy? Oh, I was a boner guy. What a dick. You know what? I miss penis. What are you talking about? I'm the one who should apologize. Cuz. Cuzaroo. Cuzaroo. Slapperoonie. It's showtime. W-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. Hello, everybody. It's Cuzaroo. Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts, the only show that's riding the toxic gossip train. I'm your host, Carl. With me today... And taking me into his home from the creep off and subreddit surfing, it's Vinny Paulino. What's happening, Vinny? Hola, creepos. Glad to be here, pal. Thank you so much for having us in the creep off studios as uh, my internet is not connected for some reason this week and I have no idea why and it's very frustrating. Please go to whoarethese.com to get our email address, voicemail number, link to the subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, and that link to Patreon Supercast featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month. And you can watch the show live unedited when we do it and of course we're not on discord today because uh, i can't connect discord when i'm in this studio so it's the only way to be listening live is by being a member of patreon or supercast or you can sign up you can join our youtube channel by clicking join and becoming a member over there tickets are on sale for the magic bag friday september 15th watplive.com is where you want to go to purchase those tickets and come and see us live with drew and mike and eric zane and the whole gang will be there also we encourage our listeners, go ahead and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, then shit all over us in the comment section. Today, we'll be reviewing a show called No Jumper. This was a suggestion from Jurassic Reptile. We have both listened separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get it started. This is hosted by Adam22. His real name is Adam Grand Mason. And I stumbled upon a Rolling Stone article from three years ago. Rolling Stone is garbage. I think their journalism is garbage. I don't trust anything they say. But I just want to give some perspective before we get into this, because, Vinny, I think you checked out one of Adam-22's other shows, right? I did. I listened to a show that he does with his wife called Plug Talk. Right. This is a show that's mostly about hip-hop and sex. And it started off as, like, some type of blog, and then it transitioned into a YouTube channel. Adam was this, like, BMXer who made all this money and was able to buy no jumper and kind of run it. There's a bunch of other hosts that do the show as well, but I'm really focusing on ones where Adam's there. So this is from the Rolling Stone article. It says, according to multiple women who appeared on the show and who tell Rolling Stone that they felt pressured to do sex scenes with Adam 22 and felt denigrated by him after denying his advances. Singer Erica E.T. Perry expressed that she felt taken advantage of after Adam 22 initially refused to take down a 2019 interview where she talked about her prior sex work even after she told him that the clip was taxing on her mental health. Oh, can you take down this clip that everybody likes? It's really bumming me out. No. Sorry yeah. you're on my show and you said that you fucked all of the Phoenix Suns 
and now you're bummed about that. <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you. Over the past year, personal discord between the members of the No Jumper team has also made its way into the channel's content. Former co-host Lush One tells Rolling Stone that No Jumper maintained a contentious atmosphere where creating content was prioritized over the general well-being and sanity of the people that were on the platform. This is insane because I grew up listening to the Howard Stern show. That's what they're explaining right now is that the staff were all busting each other's balls and anything they did that was embarrassing was brought immediately to the air. And yeah, it sucks, but that's kind of what it is. And now in this day and age, people are like, oh, but then my feelings got hurt. And instead of like HR give me a day off, they decided to goof on me on the show. He claims that Adam 22 encouraged infighting by asking him to expose a coworker and by promoting content featuring the team's infighting. Yes, that's what this is. He adds that morale among black and Jewish employees cratered when Adam 22 had formerly never waded into politics, began platforming hate figures like Richard Spencer and Nick Fuentes. Oh, no. Do they do porn, too? I, I know Nick Fuentes doesn't. I believe he's a virgin. Okay. In March 2018, a woman named Desiree Alita accused him of being a serial rapist who is notorious for doxing women who speak up against him for raping them. Alita alleged that... Adam 22 abused her and started dating her when she was 16. Soon after, one of Adam 22's old blog posts titled The Desiree Story Part 1 resurfaced, which includes him writing, She was 16, but come on, man. Look at her. She's 18 or 19 in most of the pics here, but she didn't look much different at all then. If statutory rape is wrong, then I don't want to be right. A bad thing to write on the internet, Adam 22. Yeah. He, he did later claim that he was joking about that. Let's talk about the show format of the show that you watch. I don't want to play any clips yet because I, I have something I want to start with. Okay. But can you explain what that show is that you were checking out? Okay. Vinny, folks, it's so unique. It's quite the, unique. It's uh really, if you were going to steal a podcast idea, I think <laughs> <Uncle> this, Rico. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is a good one. And basically what they do is him and his porn star wife, Lena the Plug, interview other porn actresses mainly. Mm -hmm. Actresses mainly. And then they fuck. Right. And then they release it on their OnlyFans yes. for $5 a month. So basically what's happening is him and his wife are just having threesomes with all of their guests yeah. on that show. That's how you get on the show. Like, are you going to yes. fuck us? Well, then you could be a guest. Okay. So let's talk about just how horny Adam 22 is. Because I think this is why it entered on our radar and why it was being discussed in our Discord is because we just talked about Trisha Paytas and her falling out with uh, Colleen Ballinger. By the way. That song that she sang, Colleen Ballinger, sure. uh -huh. to apologize or whatever that was. Yeah, yeah. The apology, the apology video. Somebody said this to me. Maybe it was on the show. I'm losing track now because there's so much going on. Somebody said the reason why she sang a song was so that she could copyright strike anyone who used that clip because she knew people would be using that in all their videos. And sure enough, brilliant strategy on Colleen's part because all I do is play E! News playing her doing that song. And I'm sharing all my revenue from that video with her. Wow. Yeah. And she was singing about being naive. Obviously not. Pretty savvy, I would <laughs> say. Savvy. Pretty it's, damn savvy. It's shockingly brilliant. It really is. Okay. But anyway, so John, start singing on every one of your live streams. Get a ukulele. <laughs> Jeez, don't tempt him. He actually is singing on all his live streams right now. It's the funny part. I have examples of that coming up. Yeah. But God, I feel like silent boy. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I feel like I'm talking like Trisha Paytas right now. All right, we're gonna get through this. There was a lot to get through to be getting to set all of this up. So we were talking about Trisha Paytas, who we referred to as Miss Piggy, if you remember, on the last show. And this is insane right here. God. I'm not gonna lie, Trisha Paytas was kind of fine. 
Super beautiful. I didn't know this. You think she's hot? Yeah, I love her. There I was didn't. a moment, yeah, when I was looking at her, where I'm like, you know what? I don't feel bad about this at all. She's I'm super definitely pretty. Gonna People are trying this. to roast you about it. I think that was okay. No, no, no. The, the booty f- was round. The- so Anna Twenty Two fucked Trisha Paytas, and he's sitting there going, "Yeah, she's hot. What I mean, What do you want from me? No, she's a fat pig. She's disgusting looking. Yeah, in every single way. I don't know. I mean." Listen, pussy's pussy, I guess. Like, if my wife was sitting there in that conversation, I wouldn't even expect her to defend me. I would just expect her to go, yeah, he's fucking fat and gross. I understand. Right. Like, you just admit what it is. Yes. It is what it is. It's okay to speak the obvious. It's fine. So they're talking about being over at Trisha's house, which I guess isn't too far away from uh, where Adam lives. Well, you'll be shocked to learn that Trisha's way into herself. And, like, her house had so many murals and paintings of herself. It was crazy. <laughs> she told me, because literally there's a security guard who sits in his car 24 hours a day in front of her house, and I'm like, so what? what is happening? Because she lives like fucking not that far from me. I'm like, what is happening? You gotta stop saying that, because yeah, I gotta just figure out where you live. First off, having one security guard 24-7 is not a good system. I think there's a flaw in that system. Yeah, yeah. It's called uh, labor laws breaks. <laughs> well, also, there's lots of flaws there. Also, I think that, you, know, you might want to do shifts so people can Get some sleep. Anyway, so she has murals and paintings of herself throughout her house. That's fucking weird. Have you ever been to someone's house that had paintings of themselves in it? No, I really didn't think that existed. It's like so only either. Mr. Burns you know, shit, you know? <laughs> yeah. I feel like when you go down south, you see a lot more of that. Really? Yeah, I've seen, I've been to people's houses down south where they have like a painting oh. of the family portrait and shit like hanging in the living room. Well, okay, okay family, family portrait. portrait, sure. Family ties, I get that. Yeah. This is very different though, a mural <laughs> of yourself. You know, I would get a mural of myself in my house. I, I'm not saying I'm above that. That that would actually be funny. Right. And actually, maybe that's what it is. Maybe Trish is just doing it to be funny because according to Adam... She's hilarious. But and it's weird. Just, like, a lot of people hate Trisha, but me and Lenny go along with her so good. She's like one of the guys, funniest people I know. Yeah, you guys look, seem like you had really good uh, chemistry. I don't know if that transferred over sexually, but. Yeah, it was cool. I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if Trish is one of the funniest people you know. Now, granted, he's talking to hip hop artists, he's talking to porn stars. These people are not known for having a sense of humor. So maybe Trisha is the funniest person. He's like, come he on, knows. guys, you should hear the noises she makes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking hysterical okay good point fudgical he did say murals (laughs) not just one right multiple murals of herself in her house (laughs) a a mural implies that there's more going on sure like so is that just all the food that she's surrounded by (laughs) or otherwise it's just a giant portrait i think it's just her on the farm with the other animals I put myself an animal farm. Yes, you did. Look, you can see me right over there. Come <laughs> looking, on. That's looking me good. Rolling. I like it. Looking good. Okay. Now, <laughs> the other thing that I want to point out is Adam recently put out a tweet, and it says, it's officially been a week since I let my wife do a porn with another guy. I felt a little jealous at first, but overall, it wasn't that big a deal. She watched me sleep with hundreds of girls. And it's never affected our relationship. Sleeping with that gentleman has been amazing for both her career and our business at Plug Talk Show. Overall, I'm glad we did it. And I'm happy to report her vagina has returned to its original pre-BBC size. Yay. So now he's into cucking, I guess. I guess he's cucking it up over there on this cuck show. Finally, and- a real cuck. Right. I know. We talk about cucks all the time. Finally. I'm going to pass it over to you, Vinny. Because I don't know anything about the uh, the plug show or plug talk. They had a whole conversation about this. Now, that whole show, like we said, is all about the porn aspect of their business. Like, it's literally 
marketing on OnlyFans. They have okay. a YouTube channel where they put out clips, which is where I got this stuff from. He did a whole interview with her about the day that she filmed with another guy. And not only that, they brought in the guy that she fucked for him to talk to. Okay. And this is cringy and embarrassing, Carl. I would think so. This is horrifying. Yeah. All right. Here she is with him. This is the setup of them just about to get into the conversation. Okay, you did an adult scene with yes, someone else. I mean, but it's like... <laughs> but that was like, my is in your mouth, and he's in your vagina. Yeah, I'm not saying you DP'd me, but like... Right, but I'm just saying, it's not like I was sitting in the corner, because there's a whole narrative. Okay, I'm not, okay I don't think you're a cuck. Are you going to go with this? <sighs> well, it does seem kind of stupid to but deny... Cuck, okay, so there's... Cu- the cuck thing is different, because cucks are supposed to be weak, and They're they humiliated. want... They want to yes. be made to feel lesser, and I don't think that that's you, I think... Right? wrong <laughs> but adam <laughs> did you or did you not suck the cum out of her butthole just answer the question because that's really what we all want to know i mean he was there for this while it was going down supposedly but that i think that she wa- that he wasn't there he makes it sound like he was well he may- yeah didn't he just say that he was fucking her throat while he was taking her it sounded like the uh, devil's threesome to me right but he's not in this video oh. and listen to her talk about the day of this is her trying to just reassure him okay i was there for a couple hours getting hair and makeup or whatever and then I had to go and get Jason, bring him in, and we had Which to take hair? photos. Mm. And we just started taking pictures, and I was like, stop, like, leave. I have to take pictures of myself. I cannot take pictures <laughs> with you right now. There was, like, so much guilt, even though I knew that you had said yes, you'd given me your blessing. The cameraman's like, it's not cheating. He's just, like, trying to remind me. <laughs> He's, like, being my, like, you know, I had no girls with me to, like, just cheer me on or anything. He was being Okay, so I played that clip for one reason. Because all she talks about during this time before they bring this guy in is how nervous she was and how she felt like she would be cheating on him. Even though she's been doing this forever, she was in a relationship with him and doing this stuff before. No, they were doing it with girls, though. Yeah. This is different. And also, if she didn't want to do it, then why did this happen? Did Hannah want her to do this for some reason? Because she doesn't seem like she wanted to. I don't know. But listen, I'm going to bring if in- my wife- cheats on me i wanted to be like yeah and i'm really glad i did because that guy was fucking hot you know i don't want to be like i know i didn't want to and then i did like what the fuck (laughs) that's even worse i just don't understand what the dynamic that this guy is going for because he brings in i think his name was his justin main or whatever this guy's name is he's the one who fucked his wife oh okay yeah yeah yeah. i have uh, a bunch of clips from this guy this is dybj main j main okay so this is after they banged, they have him on plug talk. And this is the first question he asks. So, Jason, give me a, a genuine review. How was it? You want like a, like a, a number scale or just like? <sighs> Numbers sounds like it could be hurtful. But <laughs> if, you, if it's a high number, <laughs> yeah. Like a four. <laughs> 100% nine out of ten. Really? Nine out of ten. Who's a ten? Well, obviously her. Oh. <laughs> what? What? I never, I never grasped the entire Math is not my struggle. <laughs> what? Something that could possibly top the next one. Okay, yeah. He's saying that she was the best he ever had, but he has to leave room in case there is somebody better, so he can't rate anybody at By that. the way, the answer to that question, what's a 10? My hand. My hand's amazing. Every time it gets me. Technically, it's a five. <laughs> okay, both my hands. Okay. <laughs> Fuck yourself. Yeah, right. <laughs> Stupid math jokes over here. <laughs> no. I, I just found this clip. Like, they had just posted this. I'm not sure if this is the same guy. I don't know if this is Jay Main. This is the guy who fucked her in the video. Okay, no, I don't I don't know. But I don't know if this is Jay Main, the guy okay. that uh, I have in okay. my clips. So then 
He goes on to ask this question. It's a little long, Carl. Okay. But uh, it's the right um, answer. Okay. Yeah. So a lot of people want to know, uh, I don't know, just like w- if I should feel diminished as a man as a result of this. Like the cuck narrative is very, very strong. Yep. I just want to get your thoughts on that and if, if, if how people should think about that in, in the context of me being, you know, the, the silent third party in all this. Well, I don't know. Like if you look at it in a business aspect, then basically it was just a job, you know. She's high up in her ranks. I'm high up in my ranks. Us two together obviously would make the most amounts of money. So it's not so much being a cook. If you're comfortable with it, y'all communicated it prior. Obviously, she said y'all did. So it's not really a cook situation. It's more of like two people coming and making an understanding. Yeah. You know. So if you're cool with it, then you know it is what it is. Me personally, I don't know if I have enough in me to allow it, but. Everyone's different. Everyone's Hold different. on. <laughs> so he's trying to say that because because he was given permission to start a cuck situation, that's what a cuck does. Yeah. Exactly. That's, that's exactly what and a cuck is. He's got the cuckiest look on his face. <laughs> Get and, confidence, stupid. And, and I love the way Eddie's like, well, you know, me personally, he didn't ask you that. You just right. volunteered that part. Me personally, I would never allow this. Yeah, but, right. you know, I'm not a, I'm not a cuck like that's you. That's hilarious. Yeah. This, that clip just blew my fucking mind. But uh, there's not that much of it because I had to pull from their YouTube clips. So right. they just put out like little snippets. Holy shit, this is ridiculous. All right. Can I give you a, a quick update here? Sure. Because as you mentioned, this is on OnlyFans, which is a little bit different for uh, a podcast. So they have a little thing on their YouTube channel where they explain how you can support the show on both Patreon and OnlyFans. And tell me this isn't just a tad bit confusing for you. All right, guys, I just wanted to give you a little bit of an update about the Patreon slash OnlyFans for No Jumper. If you want to watch the podcast in their entirety with no ads, that's all available on the Patreon. Also, we do a weekly OnlyFans girl interview. They get naked. They do all kinds of crazy sexual stuff. You get to see me and Flacco and AD and T-Rail, whoever's is co-hosting with me. If you want, you can sign up on OnlyFans.com slash No Jumper instead of the Patreon because sometimes if the girls get truly nuts, we have to post it on OnlyFans instead of Patreon. It's basically exactly the same thing. All right. It's basically exactly the same thing, except for it sounds like OnlyFans has the stuff I want to see. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Is that confusing? If it's on Patreon, it's probably on OnlyFans, but there's shit on OnlyFans that we can't put on Patreon, obviously. It's ridiculous. Okay, well, I guess I'm signing up on OnlyFans then. I don't know what you're trying to say. I'm not signing up anywhere. (laughs) Why do I want to see this fucking hepatitis C garbage bag looking dude? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck anyone. Why would I want to see any of this? Well, it's funny because he goes, there's some crazy shit. The girls do crazy shit. And what they're showing is- be on your show. There's a girl standing on a guy and she's naked and he's just standing on his back. Like, whoa, nuts. <laughs> he's just laying down there going. <laughs> All right. Trying to simulate Stern. Lil Zan was on the show recently and him and Lil Zan go back a ways. Lil Zan is uh, sober now. He was uh, pretty messed up for a while there. And um, well, I don't know. Maybe drugs had a long term effect. On our boy Little Zan, he tries to spit this out, try to explain why he moved out of L.A. I think what would ultimately led to me having to leave was was probably financial stability. stability. Financial stability, definitely. I was going through a rough time. Definitely financial stability. What do you think this guy's ethnicity is? Uh, his ethnicity, but it doesn't matter because he has a financial stability. Love it. There's like a there's Porky Pig, there's Miss Piggy. <laughs> Me there's, fail English? That's impossible. There's Vinny. There's a lot of like pig references going on today. I don't know how that is. All right. Can I take you through this adventure 
that is DYBJ Maine telling a story. I would love you to. Okay. This is going to be strapping, kids. This guy has one of the funniest trademark mottos. He says it over and over again. He's wearing the t-shirt that says it. It's do your homework. This guy over and over again, do your homework. And it's great. Really there when Tuka got killed? Man, do your homework on, hey, I ain't even supposed to be talking about this on this on this whoop, bro. You hear me? You're not supposed to be talking about it. So, <laughs> but you seem like you're gonna. <laughs> Look, because put it like this, it's just certain things, long live too, there's certain things that my just got to know what, what, what happened that day, bro. Um, when, them, when them shots was fired, bro, um, motherfucker. I'm pausing it for a second because I, what I need you to do is listen to what my boy Jay Main is saying here and Make sense of it and explain it to me. <laughs> but you seem like you're gonna <laughs> look because put it like this: it's just certain things. Long live Tuka. There's certain things that my just gotta know what 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 happened that day, bro. Um, when them, when them shots was fired, bro. Um, motherfucker coulda motherfucker coulda whoop, bro. But the pipe that motherfucker had, Kafona, keep keep in mind the stove right here. Two got killed at the bus stop. The stove right here, bro. Mm-hmm. Folding them in the stove, ready to. Folding them ready to, you know, but the whoop. The, the whoop old, jammed. It ain't even jammed. It, it was a fluky whoop altogether. <laughs> and that was the only whoop that was right there at the time, bro. <laughs> so motherfucker couldn't even really get busy, bro. Okay. All right. What what what's going on, Chris? You were paying attention. <laughs> what do you think's happening well, here? It seems to me that there was a fella who. <laughs> no, I, I don't fucking know. Okay. Okay. It was a fluky whoopa. <laughs> yeah. I think what happened was, uh, someone he he knows was shot by somebody else at a bus stop that was near a convenience store, and everybody at the convenience store was playing a pipe and. <laughs> Then all of a sudden they were whooping and nobody saw the guy get shot. So nobody helped him. Man, you were close. I I feel like for a second there you were zoning in on something and then just veered right off. Okay. I think what he's saying is that nobody uh, snitched and nobody called the cops from the store, even though they could have used the phone that was right there. Now, Anna's going to try to get him to talk about this. This is big news. And yes, I think he is talking about our beloved Tukey is what we're discussing here. the, The chat is picked up on. Adam is, is really trying his best to get an interview going here. It's not going to be easy. Anything happened to him? You finally found something you don't want to talk about. <laughs> that's that's too much for you to put out there on the internet. Okay, sweet. You so get straight nothing. Right here. You lose. Good day, sir. Okay. Um, I mean, that's pretty tough right there. He won't even acknowledge that he's being talked to. He's just lighting up his blunt. All right, I guess we'll move on then. Uh, Okay. He's just sitting there waiting for Adam to bring his wife back in. (laughs) Probably. Apparently, there's this news source called Trenches, and Trenches ran a story that Jay Main once had four guns taken from him in one day. And so Adam's going to ask him about this, and... Watch Jay Main's reaction. Trenches News says that J- FYB Jay Main got four guns took from him. Yeah, that getting four guns took is crazy, bro. Getting four guns took is crazy, bro. Saying I got a carrot and concealed, bro, and got four guns took from me is crazy, bro. Now, now you get all on these major platforms talking about FYB Jay Main got four guns took from him. 
I shall beat your motherfucking ass when I catch you. There's no truth to it? Trenches news? Nah, let me tell y'all a story about when I got a gun took, bro. <laughs> okay, so this is great because he goes, what the fuck? Who would even say such a thing? So there's no truth to it? All right, let me tell you the story. Let me actually t- explain <laughs> to you what happened. And so he starts going in. Now, again, I'm doing my best to decipher what's going on here. Okay. I feel like that woman from the movie Airplane. I was thinking <laughs> about know, that. Does someone speak jive here and can translate this for me? Because shit, golly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on. All right. So strap in. It's story time, everybody. Oh, one of the guys died, bro. Right? Right. Peep this. One of the guys died. Story time. One of the guys died. What it's time to do? Now we got to go slide, bro. Do your homework on going to slide now. Nah, motherfucker got the pipe. Fool got the his pipe. Nah, motherfucker finna go whoop. Motherfucker all at the crib on some cool shit, whooping. Come on, bro. What's that word? Folks just died. Bug up, bitch. Motherfuckers don't want to whoop. Okay, you guys follow this? I don't know why my <laughs> translation app is not working, but... <laughs> Yeah, I'm putting it in Google Translate. I woo all day long. What is he talking about? This is uh, really hard to understand. Like, I'm not, I'm completely shocked. The only thing I got was like, now you have to go on the sly, which means now you have to be sneaky. That's it. I don't know what the fuck else he said. Basically, one of his guys got shot, and now they got to go out and get revenge. Okay? You did your homework. Oh, I've, I'm trying my best here for us, everybody. So, wow. Let's see. Um, as they try to make sense of this. We all chilling, bro. Now, one of the guys. Let me see. Let me see your whoop, bro. Mm. This one of the guys. So you're supposed to be able to trust him. The guys, bro. <laughs> you can't trust the guys, bro. Not being that? able to trust the guys is crazy, especially when they're supposed to be your guys, bro. Do your homework. <laughs> hamburger. So yes, Let me continue, bro. <laughs> okay. So this is great because at a certain point Adam realizes that nobody's following this at all. So he's gonna try to break it down and explain to the listeners what's happening. And J Main ain't having it. <laughs> this, this is hilarious. I'm trying to ba- break it all down for the people out there that might be a little confused. Especially when every noun turns into a whoop. It gets a little <laughs> Break that shit down, then. Okay. Well, you, got, you guys went out on a revenge mission, right? Mm-hmm. And I went done with the story, but don't okay, no, you, you keep going, you keep going, and then some. <laughs> but you think one of them wanted to take your pipe from you, did they? Let me whoop, bro. Let me whoop. Okay. Let me whoop, bro. I'll, I will allow you to whoop. Yeah. I, want, I know y'all want to hear this whoop. We whooping. I right. ain't different. Whoop, there it is. Oh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was like, oh god, yeah. That's something my dad would have said in this scenario. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. So what you have to realize is that the word whoop means a lot of different things. A lot of times it means gun. Sometimes pipe means gun. These are the things that I'm trying to decipher. It's the smurf in this situation. Yes, correct. So he's going to be smurfing with the smurfs. (laughs) And they got to smurf out this one smurf who's been smurfing with the wrong smurf. Uh, Now you following? Yes. Okay. So Smurf on. I love this guy as a storyteller because now he's getting into it. This is the action scene here. Yeah. And he's reliving it. This guy needs to be cast in a movie. You got too happy, bro. <laughs> Do your homework on what he did next, bro. Clack, clack. Do your homework on clack, clack, bro. 
not knowing it was a whoop right there. She'll fall out. Whoop. Now it's one up top again. Do your homework on. This bitch took. Do your homework on J-Main. Reaching for that bitch. Boy, stop playing. Fuck. Do your homework on that bitch going off. Do your homework on J-Main. Boy, you got me fucked up. Go for the pipe again. Fuck, fuck. Back your ass up, J-Main. It ain't different. So this guy is trying to steal his piece. Yes. And he's not having it. Yes. Okay? This is not good. Now, this is the funniest part. And then I'll tell you the exciting conclusion. Because he says, do your homework so often. Then finally, Adam's just like, should I have done my homework? Yeah. <laughs> this is really funny. This guy's nose in a book over there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you reenacting this? Okay. I'm finna kill your ass. Do your homework on J-Main jumping out the whoop, bro. Do your homework. Oh, I fucked up my body, bro. Do your homework. You got hit? Do your homework, bro. <laughs> so rude. I mean, did you ever tell this story before? Is there actual homework I could do, or is, are you just saying that? I'm giving you the homework, bro. <laughs> yeah. When I, I get on these do? whoops, bro, I'm giving y'all untold hood stories, bro. By this the is, end of this chapter, you should be able this to. This is un, un, undocumented whoops, bro. Mm. This is undocumented whoops, bro. Wow. <laughs> wow. So you're saying that you, you did get a, a gun taken from me? I just told but just you just one whoop, in that scenario. I just told you the to one. Not four at the same time. Was it four guns that day? You said there was just one. I was high. I used to do Zans, bro. <laughs> All right. So listen to what, what we've learned. Happening listen here. to what we've learned here. The guy brings up the trenches news is saying that you had four guns taken from you in one day. And he goes, that's some bullshit right there. Right. Those fucking assholes said that. I should take them out. And then he starts telling the story about one of his boys stealing his gun. It was his whoop, and then he got in the whoop, and they had to jump out of the whoop, and they hit him in the whoop. So that made sense. And then they go, okay, so it was just the one gun. He goes, oh, actually. And this goes on to tell, later that day, another gun was taken from it by another guy. So it's like, the story isn't that crazy. <laughs> I was on drugs. Yes, I'm fucking, I know. He goes, he goes, so how many were taken? He's like, how would I know? I was way out of it. Dude, it's high, man. I'm not the one on trial here. <laughs> Yet. So this is insane. I don't know if I like this show or not, Vinny. I'm, I'm, I was enjoying this. I have to tell you. I love Plug Talk. Okay. I'm a fan of Plug Talk. Do you want to see some clips from that show? Please, let's get back okay, into so that. Okay, so this is the show where they talk to porn stars. I normally don't care about any of these people and Same anything here. they have to say. Yep. But the clips that they've put out are salacious and interesting. Okay. And so Adam22 may have won me over with some of these. Listen to this clip. Tell me you don't want to hear more. So how did you get into the adult content and slash being an Instagram girl game? Uh, okay. Well, um, when I was 16, I dated a star. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> For me. Was your first boyfriend or you're dating a boyfriend? Yeah. My, uh, well, he's, he was like my first real boyfriend. Um, he was a Bang Bros like, um, contract guy. Okay. So she's dating a porn star at 16. Can I just say, um, can we have that person arrested? <laughs> I mean, I don't know that he would want uh, her talking about this, right? I don't think so. I would, I would doubt that the Bang Bros guy wants uh, his ex-girlfriend talking about how uh, they were together when she was 16. I'm pretty sure that he does not, Carl. Okay. All right. Let's see if we can pop up part two here. I'd hate to be the fucking guy who dates her next. Holy shit, could you imagine? Yeah, it's just like, well, I was just going to do it in the bed, but you want to you wanna get on a bus or a minivan? And, okay, and you need my buddies there to film it? I, 
Okay, uh, I, I don't normally do that, but producer Chris, what are you doing this afternoon? Apparently, her. <laughs> you just hold the camera, asshole. Oh, okay. put your pants back on. <laughs> All right, clip two. And he didn't know how old you were. I lied to him. Oh my god. <laughs> I know, and and yeah, he was really easy more to fool. Up. He was really easy to fool, and um, he didn't find out till like four or five months later. So it was actually his company told him that, hey, you're messing with an underage girl. Aren't you fascinated? You know who's easy to fool? Horny guys who want to fuck. <laughs> you can, are you legal age? Yes. Great. That's all I need to know. <laughs> Freaking unbelievable. But I like Adam here. I think Adam's really getting the info that we need. How long okay. did this relationship last? Oh, too long. Um, Like on and off, like six, seven years. Whoa. Yeah, so crazy. he stuck with you after he found out for like a while. Oh, yeah. Hello. Like, let's have some bomb scene. What the? <laughs> This is a salacious tale. <laughs> Can I just I tell you, it. Vinny, looking at this girl? Yeah. Her fun bags are too fun. It's that's that looks like too much fun. I think they've for been funned out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? You know, Carl, I pulled one more clip from that interview for you because it features a fun fact. Oh, great. About Florida, where you're going to live. How'd they know? How'd they figure out before him? That's a whole other long story. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe I was keeping him like from not working or something, and like they were trying to find out who he was dating, blah, blah, blah. Who knows? Whatever. But this guy never got caught. Well, um, in Florida, if you're 16, um, oh. you and you have your parents' consent, you can date. Yes. Somebody. Wow. Yes. Oh, I mean, uh, oh, what's that? Yeah, I thought you'd like to know that one. <laughs> parents' consent, huh? All right. Well, that's a sticky wicket, but <laughs> um, see what we can do. I also liked this one because this is uh, at times his interviews have inside the actor's studio vibes. Yep. So uh, here's one for you guys. And I always make it my main goal to make every guy feel like they're the only guy in the room. While she's doing gangbangs. That's always wow. my number one. Pretty high bar. Right. That would be hard for me to feel like the only guy in the room when there's that many other guys. Because <laughs> I was just watching this clip, and it's like you like laid on your back. There's a guy behind yes. you dicking your ass. Mm-hmm. There's two guys on top of you dicking yep. the pussy. Yep. And then there's another guy whose dick is like right here. And you are not only getting fucked in the ass and by two dicks in the pussy, but you are also like making sure that you are pleasuring this cock. You are not ignoring this cock, even though there's so much going on down here. I'm so glad that you realized that because that is always like my number one concern in a gangbang is to not ignore penis. Okay. How do you not love this show now? A little uh, behind the scenes stuff. So I had to come over to the studio because my internet's out and pull some clips and Vinny was pulling some clips too. And I walk out. To the room where Vinny's pulling clips, and he's laughing his ass off, and I'm guessing that was the clip that you were pulling. One of them, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, that's fucking hilarious. I really admire your work, because not only do you have uh, three penises in your uh, lower region, but you're also making that guy whose dick is in your mouth feel like he's the only guy there. The caring really comes through. She's like, thank you for noticing that. Yeah, yeah I told you, inside the actor's studio. She's like, <laughs> She's like, you know, my mom doesn't appreciate the work that I do. When I get together with her on Thanksgiving, she just thinks I'm a whore. But you you recognize she's that just jealous. <laughs> and then the best part is after this, he gets to fuck her. Oh, I don't know if I'd want to do that. No, she looks like Morticia Adams. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I'm. It's a funny story, but I'm not turned on by it in any single way. Right, but then you think about what the show is. No wonder he's like saying such kind things to them. Oh, of course. <laughs> You really are an artist of what you do. Now, uh, are you ready for the second half of the interview? Could you take your shirt off? Like, that's pretty much what's happening here. Wow. Good for Adam. He's now, figured it out. He's figured life out, hasn't he? Yeah. I don't hate Adam. I think Adam is a cuck. I definitely think Adam is a cuck. And this is the last clip that I had time to pull. I wanted well, to pull okay. another one. You know what? I'm actually I'm going to get Adam's back right now. And I know this is not my nature, 
But, you know, we can call him a cuck all we want because uh, BBC was in his wife. But if he's banging hundreds of porn stars, I don't think that's cuck behavior at all. I have to say, this guy's the alpha in this one. Now, I wouldn't let my wife fuck a guy. That's weird. But other than that, I got to give him a pass on this one. Sure. Well, listen to him talking to the same woman about her thoughts on monogamy. This was another short that they pulled. Wait, monogamy what? What is this term you're introducing into the show? (laughs) Monogamy what? I had dated somebody for a little while. I was a performer and he wasn't. And I guess his solution to the problem was just cheating on me all the time. (laughs) I realized after actually experiencing that, it's completely not equal. Going to set and having sex is completely not the same thing as like a guy having even a one night stand with a girl they'll never talk to again. Like it's so not the same. But can your dude, another girl off camera or is the whole deal is just on camera camera. got it but no we don't both go off on our own and to me that's almost monogamy almost monogamy (laughs) monogamy. (laughs) listen i'm at work all day what do you want from me i like though that basically as long as her boyfriend would have set up a camera somewhere it would have been fine right that's That's what she's saying i know carl i found this so weird that like i feel like the wife brought her in to explain it to him yeah because the way he's acted online is like, it's all just a joke. It's no big deal. It's no big deal. But then we watch these videos and he's like, say the guy, I'm not a cuck, am I? And she's sitting there assuring him he's not a cuck. I think he's got to be feeling kind of bad about himself after this. Yeah, I would think so. So, okay, let's say, so she's dating this guy. She's a porn actress. He's just a regular dude. He's cheating on her. Yeah. And so that she doesn't like that because there's not a camera there filming it. But what if he's like, no, no, but a bunch of people were watching through the window. Would that be okay? Maybe one of them had a camera. I don't know. Possible. Did they pay for a ticket? Oh, interesting. Well, I mean, because I, it's not when's business. the last time you paid for porn, Vinny? <laughs> Who's paying for porn? I got to be honest with you, man. I don't think I've ever really paid for porn. I don't think I've ever bought like a magazine or anything like that. Never bought DVDs or any of that shit. And the internet, it's always been free. Hmm. Wow. So you started jerking off in 1997? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> How is that possible? I got to do a whole timeline now on video and figure this out. I'm trying to think. Like, where would I have bought it? But nothing happened. He found it in (laughs) the woods. (laughs) Uh, What was that? Girls Gone Wild? You didn't get any of the Girls Gone Wild DVDs or anything like that? No. You didn't watch them in reverse to see that the girls You could just download them from Napster when those were out, dude. You could just fucking download that shit. God damn it. I got ripped off again. (laughs) All right. Are we moving on from- You paid for that shit? Yeah. Do you want to borrow it? Jesus Christ. (laughs) All right. Well, that was fun. That was a fun show to do. Now it's time for our Cringe of the Week. Cringe of the Week. And this one comes in from Adam Thoreau. This is a show called Neanderthal. And I just want to set this up by saying the host is interviewing a 55-year-old woman. Keep that in mind. I get in that kitchen, and especially those times when I miss my mother the most. And because my mother transitioned in 2013. and um. I'll get in that kitchen. I'll put on some of her favorite music. Pour a little cognac. Hold on. Transition to a male? No, my mother transitioned. She passed away. Okay. (laughs) That's not what that means anymore. (laughs) I did not see that coming. (laughs) My mother transitioned. Into a dead person. (laughs) Yeah, into a dead person. Uh, Who performed the surgery on that? Jeez. (laughs) Holy shit. Sounds pretty crazy. Uh, All right. I have with me today a song parody from my boy, Mr. Magenta, but he's teaming up with Tony Muskrat on this one. So that's already exciting. 
And I guess they're bummed that Chad's not as featured anymore since Stuttering John came back. Mm. And so they wanted to do a song parody for Chad Zumach, show him some love, show him we're still thinking about him over here on WATP. So this is Pour Some Failure on Me <laughs> from <laughs> Mr. Magenta featuring Tony Muskrat. I love it already. I sing pussy, what'd you say? Chad's a cuck. Hey, hey! Living like a bum in the Florida slums He's a felon and a liar said he bought a gun Tells the crowd to clap cause he doesn't have an act Walmart and Kmart's trailer trash Please clap Please clap Knows that he's a hack so he bought some silly hats Wears them to snipe stream better podcast Messing with John cause he wants in on the fun But he starts making threats he's so damn dumb Come shark Come shark <laughs> Steal some Tito's And blend it up I'm Drunk before noon Rear and the truck Pour some failure on me In the name of love Pour some failure on me Chad fucking sucks Pour some failure on me yeah, Chad's a cook. He's dumb and always be a bad guy with club feet. Yeah. <laughs> Very well done. <laughs> Those guys are going for a run with the tag titles. Holy shit, that oh, was great. Shit, yes, that is a tag team for the ages. I have another one coming up later. I'll just tease that because there's uh, another duo that got together to do a song parody that's fan-fucking-tastic. But first... The segment I've been trying to get to for the last two episodes, I'm like, I better do this right away, or else we'll never get to it. Opie is uh, doing his little stream that he does, and he starts off talking about he's been in communications with a media company, and they have an offer out to him, Vinny. Really? Yeah. This is exciting. Opie hasn't been employed in a very long time. A media company. A media company. That could be a lot of things. Right. I'm guessing that they're... Well, he describes it. I think he describes it in this clip. So let me just play it, and then we'll we'll talk about what he said. I met with a media company that's... They they got their... uh, I could say they got their feet in regular radio and they got their feet in new media. I'll say it that way. And mm. we're talking. And they uh, they check out the live streams. They they really like what I'm doing. They think it's unique and different, okay? And they also have noticed I've pumped it up lately. And I'm like, all right, cool, man, you know? And uh, and then next thing you know, they're like, so anyway, we want to put you in a studio downtown. And we want to get you a co-host and a comedian. I'm like, wait, you basically want the Opie and Anthony show with new cast members. I'm like, I- I'm... No, if you could figure out what this is yeah. and allow me to still do it from the beach or my apartment 500 feet above New York City and then maybe go into a studio here and there, sure. So what Opie just described doesn't make any fucking sense. He goes, these guys are watching me. They like what I'm doing. They like that I'm just out on the beach or I'm up in my apartment and I'm just kind of winging it with the chat. So what they offered me was to do the exact show I did when I was popular. Well, I guess they don't really like what you're doing, that Opie. It sounds like that's not the case at all. 
doesn't make any sense. They wanted you to come in and do a traditional radio-style show, and that's out for you. They love what I'm doing, and so they want me to do the opposite when I work for them. Something entertaining. Right. Okay. Oh, but I don't know if you realize that doesn't make any sense. I'm sure they're saying that to you. They're lying. They're just trying to get a name on there. That's very odd. Radio station. He always has to say 500 feet above New York City. Oh, yeah. He's got to watch it. Okay. We get it. Yeah. All right. Now, Chad says something here that I should mention if, if you're listening to this. Chad is on the show with Opie. So Chad says something here because Opie, after Anthony and Jim Norton, was doing a show with Vic Henley and Carl Ruiz. They transitioned. They transitioned, <laughs> as we know, unfortunately. They both passed on. And so I don't know why Chad brings this up. How crazy is that, by the way, the Carl and Vic thing? Not to go down that road, but, I mean, it's just that's just insane they're no longer with us. I have. I've never I've never said this, and I, I don't think I could. I, I probably shouldn't say the name. So those guys die within six months of each other. Mm-hmm. Someone that was close to me, okay, told me that he basically said we can't be friends anymore because it was freaking him out too much. Who? Carl or Vic? No, that these two guys died. There was another person. It's not Sherrod because some people are going to go there. It's definitely Sherrod. I'm going to go on record as saying that's definitely Sherrod. So Opie just said after the two co-hosts, the other guy was Sherrod. After those two guys died, a guy reached out to him that was close to him and said, I don't want to be your friend anymore. Because you seem to be the version of death. He's yeah. like, Opie, the Santeria appears to be working. Yes! I got to get out of here. Right. And Opie goes, yeah, there's a guy who doesn't want to be my friend anymore. Not Sherrod. Who oh, else no. could it have been? Def- definitely Sherrod. Because <laughs> he has not been on your show since then. It used to be a regular. Yeah. So definitely that's who it was. I think that was very telling. Good deflection, Opie. Yeah. And by the way, if you guys have figured this out at home, it's not what you think it is. No, it is. <laughs> no, we figured it out. Sorry about that. Now, because those were Opie's best friends. Vic and Carl. He asked Chad who his best friends are. And this is very telling. Cheeto and <laughs> Jack. Yeah, no, this is uh this is very telling right here. Who are your two best friends day to day? I'm not talking like your oldest friends or maybe even uh your closest friends, the two guys that you hang out with on a regular basis. Well, I mean, I I, I mean I gotta throw jim florentine in the mix the big brother i never had i mean florentine, it's just, all right and who else he's the, i talked to um and my buddy uh, uh from college rock i call I, his name's rock right. he's just all a right. normal electrician guy all right a couple things going on here first off he goes my buddy rock he's not even in show business neither are you chad i love he goes he's just a normal he's a civilian this guy he's not rich and famous like us yeah <laughs> okay now this is sad because opie even says day to day your best friends. And Chad has said many times, I don't tell anyone about, about my personal life. I have friends. I go out. I do stuff. I have a lot going on. And then who are your two best friends? A guy I went to college with, which was 20-something years ago. Yeah. And Jim Florentine, who doesn't live anywhere near Chad. Jim Florentine lives in New Jersey. Chad's in Florida. They don't see each other very often at all. Jim recently was talking about that on a show. He's just like, well, you know, if I'm in Florida, then I'll let Chad feature for me. But I don't really, I'm not performing there very often. I don't see him very much. I know they talk on the phone every day for an hour, which Jim also said was not true. Right. But how sad is that? I'm not sure the other guy exists. Rock? Yeah. I yeah. call him Rock. And he's, he's imaginary, to, but I call him Rock. Yeah. Way to be like kind of kind of sound. He's just, a, he's just a guy not in show business, an electrician probably in a union, probably has a nice house and a family. That's a weird person to meet in college, an electrician. I guess it's possible. <laughs> but you know what I mean? What did they meet in the, like, 
Con college the where they both had the fucking drunk tank together. Yeah, I, th- I think it was the guy who was working at his dorm room. Yeah, he befriended him. <laughs> 20 years older than him. <laughs> it's so fucking insane. You had Stuttering John on your live stream recently, right? Yeah. And you guys got along, right? Yes. What was the craziest thing he said on your live stream that day? I mean, I got to go. It's, I mean, <laughs> there's a list. I'm actually doing a live stream with him today at one on his show. Okay. He, he ins- insisted that I would go on a show. Right. As his first guest. So I'm like, okay. I, I was like, do a couple and then have me on. He's like, no, you have to be the first guest. I'm like, all right. So we'll see what happens at one o'clock today on his channel. I don't know. I have, he's already said we're going live four times and he's canceled it. So it might not happen. I don't know. Opie says, what's the craziest thing Stuttering John said? Now, that's a lame question, but Chad, you have to have an answer to that. That's part of being in this world, is when someone asks you a question, how about the fact that he said he was going to beat up all of Uncle Rico in a boxing ring? We've seen what John looks like. The photos of him in the bagel shop have leaked. He looks like he just got out of the ring. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he already did 12 rounds. Now he's got to beat up three more people. Great. That would be one of the things I'd be like, well, that was a pretty crazy thing that he said, but... Chad doesn't remember that, I guess. Oh, well. Opie says something that is insane because Opie's a retard. The Stuttering John thing absolutely interested me. So I checked him out on your show and him yelling and screaming on other shows. And the guy has held his own. Yeah. He's got a lot of haters out there, but the guy held his own and spoke the truth about a lot of people out there. If you say so. <laughs> what is he talking about? Stuttering John held his own on these shows? I think we should all just keep telling John that he's doing a good job okay. with this. Maybe Opie's got the Opie right strategy. Opie does have the right strategy here. This is okay. exactly what John needs, is the confidence to keep doing exactly what he's doing. Right. You're speaking your truth, John. Keep it up, buddy. That's all John needs to hear. That's true. All right. I was holding my own. Opie knows. Oh, Opie knows. <laughs> Watch how easily distracted Opie is. It's... Really shocking to me that he's an adult who's been in the entertainment industry for as long as he has been. 100%. Yeah. So I, uh, I go stuttering. You know, I've had stuttering John on this a bunch, you know, yeah. when it wasn't hot to have him on. And then the other day, I think it was last Friday. I do this. Uh, oh, there's a bunny rabbit down there, Chad. Hi, bunny <laughs> rabbit. <laughs> he's doing an impression of himself. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> what adult man talks like that no wonder he doesn't want to go back into a studio he's got bunny rabbits oh, running yeah. around you know what that reminds me of we've talked about it many times on here but when the isotopes before producer chris was in the band the isotopes were on brother Weeze's show and he used to do his show on the first floor on main street and it was all windows and brother Weeze would just get distracted by people walking by we were on there he's talking to the guest or whatever and he just goes whoa look at that guy's hat you're like, all right, you don't need any more distractions here. Dude, back then, we should have all just driven past there every day, just walked by with silly hats around the level. <laughs> just we, derail we, the whole thing. We should have gotten ski masks to walk by naked with just the ski mask on. <laughs> See what uh, Weez did with that. You're right, though, Vinny. I don't know why I didn't think of that. I'm like, oh, this is an opportunity to fuck with Weez. I don't know why I didn't think of that. Yeah, we could have just literally done the, uh, <laughs> the Nick G bit and just write Nick <laughs> just walk by. You mean my buddy Nicholas Gurr? That's the guy. Dude, people are still trying to get John with that. He's wise to it now, guys. You can stop doing that. Just on the show yesterday, they're like, are you doing Nick G's show tonight? And John's like, no, I'm not doing Nick's show. <laughs> Come on. 
Yeah, well, we'll have to come up with some others to get yes, it with. Yes, <laughs> for sure. Oh, my God. I, I talked about it the other day on uh, Who Are These Socials. The funniest one was uh, Lawyers, Guns, and Money put a, a super chat on that said, um, Jenna just came out to her family as gay, and she's been shunned. Will you please say that you support genocide in this? <laughs> they wanted to say, I support genocide. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's clever. That is that is pretty good. Yeah. Props. <laughs> that's not bad. Okay. So as we know, Kevin Brennan, KB, spent three thousand dollars to get centering John on his show. Unbelievable. And that was a big deal because that was the first time John was back. Now John's price has gone down since then because he's oversaturating the market by a lot. And the screen. <laughs> and the microphone. <laughs> it's a lot of saturation. Yeah, you gotta rig that thing out before I can use it. <laughs> Christ. I just yanked my earbuds out of my head uh, laughing at that. Okay. That's funny. I'm sorry. So then um, Chad paid him, I think, $1,300 in total for the two shows they did together on Chad's stream. And now Opie's going to tell us what the price was to get uh, John on his show. But anyway, uh, so Stuttering John, I was going to have him on this thing last Friday. I do kind of a beer show from time to time. Sure. And he goes, uh, I go, I go, I, and because, you know, people were paying him to be on their live streams, I go, I go, I go, Stern John, I'll give you, you know, I'll give you a six pack if you come on my live stream. And he wrote back to me, all right, could you Venmo me $20? (laughs) (laughs) It went from 3000 to 1300 to $20 in the course of a week. Yeah, <laughs> and then Opie turns into the concert radio guy. He's like, "Well, I thought you'd pay me for the airtime so I could get it out there, John." Yeah. Holy shit! I mean, it, it didn't happen, so I think Opie was laughing at him, which is great. John's price is now twenty bucks, everyone. Fucking dollars. In case you're wondering. All right, now Opie starts talking about me, and he starts to get real cocky about my uh, buddy Kevin Brennan here. There's so much going on there, and it's like I I don't pick sides because, especially with like, especially with you. Mm. Um, because it could like, change. That's what I'm saying. I could go all in. Like, yeah, I also hate that guy. And next thing you know, I I, I turn on your live stream, and you're talking to the, <laughs> you're talking to the guy you were hating. I mean, yes and no. <laughs> you got balls, and then I got Kevin Brennan. He sends me the link every day, and 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 he was cocky on his Twitter. He's like, send Opie the link. I'm like, you don't send me the link. I send you the link. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? Well, I was send watching. Send him watching... the link like he's like sitting on a throne. Like, okay, send him the link. KB addressed this. Yeah. He goes, it's not 2004 anymore, Opie. I sell tickets. Yeah. KB selling tickets. No, KB's got a, a big audience over there. He sent me a link the other day on Thursday and I hopped out with him. Yeah. I like talking with KB and Bob and, and the gang over there. Not so much Ray DeVito. I had to tell him to shut up a few times, but I like talking to the other guys. But it's just so funny that Opie thinks that he's still Opie and Anthony, and he's just not. Dude, Opie, you literally talked to, and no offense to Tukey and the potato, but I was watching the other day. He had Jake Hudson, Tukey, Corn Diff, Cardiff. <laughs> this is... Uh, yeah, no, no. Kevin Brennan said to you the link, asshole. That's how this is working at this point. Yeah. I can't wait for his next show with his new co-host, Bunny and Doggy. <laughs> <laughs> can't get the bunny to sit still. Come back here, bunny. Yeah, why didn't that media company I'll send you a link. pick us up? <laughs> yeah, no, no, I can't believe it. Go figure. So now Opie is... So he was just talking about me because 
Chad and I run a show this past Sunday night. We're on Uncle Rico together. And I guess Opie tuned into that. I was just like, what the fuck? Chad and Carl are, and Anthony is out there. He must have been losing his mind. Now, Opie's going to school me on how to be successful and how to build an audience. So that that's good to know. Oh, my God. I've heard this fucking take from him 90 <laughs> times. You should see the private I messages to- I have with this fucking guy telling me that the only way to do anything is do some original content from a guy who. Oh, OK. I'm just going to shut the fuck up. Wait, you and Opie are, are DMing? Yeah, I've DMed with Opie and it's the. I guarantee you it's going to be the same thing we're about to hear. I oh. guarantee fucking to you and my head wants to blow up. All right. Because <laughs> I try to tell these guys. That if you're if your whole show is to basically do a Jocktober, which we did back in the day, I mean it's obvious where all this came from. I mean you can't deny that, right? Um, are you going to deny that? No, I mean they they, right. they, they stole Jocktober and ran with it. And if that's all you're doing with your show, how are you going to build an audience in the end? I agree. I mean, it's you got, you got to nobody. And I, the one thing I did learn is nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. They they think they do, but right. nobody has the answers. Nobody really knows what's going on. And you know, I'm proving Opie wrong on a daily basis over here. Yeah. You can't just take that format and build an audience. Too late. It's built. <laughs> it's built. Here we are. Go figure. And I love that Opie's mad at me for stealing Jocktober. Meanwhile, it was a dormant bit. No one was doing it. Opie wasn't doing it anymore. He should have been. He should have been keeping it going, but he wasn't because he didn't do any of the work for that. Sam Roberts did. So I'd be wouldn't even be able to do this if he wanted to. I think that when he comes down to all of it, he's upset that he didn't think of doing it. Yes. And that's what's really bothering him. Yeah. I really think deep down there's part of that to it because he seems stuck on they're just doing Jocktober. Right. And so, all right. So this is him going on about that. And I'll address this. It's like, what else do you have? Yeah. If you don't have anything else, if that's all you have, you're never going to build an audience. Never. Yeah. So I obviously have two other podcasts. We have The Creep Off, my buddy Vinny Paulino. We do her in the socials with Blind Mike Geary. This show has evolved into a lot of different segments and things that we do out here. And Opie's yeah. aware of that. I, there was a time when Opie pretended he didn't know who I was and didn't know anything about it. He's wildly aware of everything that we're doing now. So the fact that he's sitting there and going, I mean, is that, that's all they do is just rip off Jacktober? I love when people say that. Like, that's all you could do is just rip off other people's things. Like, well, if you actually listen to the show, yeah, there's quite a bit going on over here. And he, not to wash your balls, but you're naturally funny. I don't find Opie funny in the least. No, he's terrible. Yeah. That's why he doesn't go on MLC. Opie's seen me on MLC. He's like, what else does this guy have? Well, you've seen me on MLC. See me mix it up with Stuttering John. Opie doesn't go on there because he knows he's got nothing. He's got nothing to talk about. What would they talk about? So you used to be successful, right, Opie? What, what's going on now? Uh. Hi, doggy. <laughs> yeah. I just watched my bank account get smaller and smaller on a daily basis. <laughs> and that's what I'm up to. Fun. You know, my thing with him is, like, I'll say to him, hey, man, you know, Cardiff invited him on subreddit surfing. He keeps saying he's going to do subreddit surfing. Now he's said, by the way, I'll point out, he's more interested in doing, yo, I remember the 90s. <laughs> He said it on his stream the other day. <laughs> and I'm just like, mother, like, okay, okay, dude. But like, <laughs> it all goes back to no matter what I say to him, they're just ripping off Jocktober. And I'll go, but listen, man, I do three shows. None of them are Jocktober. Right. Carl has one show that's part of it. I do all sorts of different things. I got creeps. I got fucking subreddits. I got interviews with comedians. I do all this stuff. But he cannot get past that. You do Jocktober, right. Carl. Well, not only do I do Jocktober, which I've readily admitted many, many times. I have no problem with that. I, I thought it was a brilliant bit, and I was happy to take it on with podcasts. 
but uh, apparently I'm also terrible at it. And we don't have to, I, I don't want to talk about Carl from Rochester or Steel Toe every day of my life. I don't care. I really don't. I got to be honest. I, I avoid those guys, uh, but sure. I've, taken a, I, I've taken a peek at both of them. They're terrible at this. Really bad. They're absolutely terrible at this. Yeah. We would have squashed them. It would have taken one day if they were competing with us on, you know, back in the day with the the big radio shows. We would have squashed them like a. They're really bad at this. Hopefully, he's talking about Aaron from Sealto and not me. Opie, if that's the case, do it now. If you can squash me like a bug, then just do it. This proves he needs Ant and Jim to fight his battles for him because he's got nothing. This video had less than two thousand views. And the channel has 141,000 subscribers. So the fact that Opie's going on here and saying that I'm terrible at what I do and he'd squash me like a bug. And that's the other thing about Opie. Is he, this is why he sucks at this. Because he, he makes these blanket statements like that, but doesn't back it up with anything. Give me an example. What, why am I bad at this? Give me an example why I suck at this. Because I had to use Vinny's studio and this place blows. I'll is that why? I'll fight you right now. <laughs> um. Yeah, Carl. He no matter what it is, he just hates you. He hates the fact that you goofed on him. He hates the fact that you did what he did better and turned it into something on a format that he doesn't even understand. And it yes. just he's angry at the fucking world, I think. And he's he's just going about it all the wrong way because it's so transparent. It's so obvious. When he says things like, and, and Carl isn't even good at it, and he yeah. can't even build an audience. That's stuttering John level. Right. Opie is stuttering John level fighting back right now. Although I would tune in if he started, yo, I remember a success. That'd be awesome. Maybe. <laughs> yo, I remember out. success. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the 90s when I was, when I had a job. <laughs> I remember that. I used to have to go to work every day. It was crazy. It was yo, I remember success. That's a perfect show. <laughs> Surrounded funny. by funny people. All right. Now, uh, here, Cardiff comes in with a super chat asking uh, Chad about doxing him. That's not good. <laughs> uh, I know you're distracted by this. So where are we at with uh, Cardiff? I, it's, it's, he's just he's another guy. He's just a, like the crab in the bucket. It's just I don't understand what he's doing. It's just you like want, he's got a high profile you? job. And I, it's just like, well, why are you doing this? You want to uh, you want to it's really up to you. You want to play rodeo and put him on for five minutes and see what now, happens. <laughs> send tony the link he's he's nothing he's just like go. I, I don't have the link for tony i thought you were gonna send it to tony he won't even talk to cardiff he won't even face cardiff why Wasn't opie just telling him what balls he has for jumping on there and talking with people yeah he wants to dox cardiff he's been posting photos of who he says is cardiff uh lately i think on twitter or instagram or something he's willing to do that but he won't just talk to the guy and hash it out if he's got this big problem with Cardiff. And I don't know why he's doing this. He's got a high-profile job. And that's like, Chad doesn't understand that at all. Like, you have a job? Yeah. That, let me explain how this works, Chad. Well, is he stealing from the government? Or is, does he have a job, <laughs> yeah, I Chad? know. That's what I thought. I thought he was on uh, disability or something. I thought that was his first story he had. Oh, Chad's story's changed? So, Opie goes on. <laughs> this is funny, too, because Opie goes on to explain that Cardiff is actually very talented. Opie thinks he should do the show without the potato filter. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. No. But I love that Opie is like, no, I, I talked to Cardiff all the time. He's on the show. He's great. He's actually really good at what he does. And of course, you know, uh, Chad is not having that. So Chad explains his problem with Cardiff and see if you can make sense of this one. But no, I think Cardiff is talented past uh, past uh, the attacking that goes on in this crazy world. Um, I, I just don't understand, like, like what is he getting out of this? Like, what's his intention? Like, considering what he can lose, like, uh, I, I just don't get it. 
Well, has he said anything crazy where it would hurt his job? I mean, I don't, I don't know. What, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't like it. I know you're good with that, but I don't. It's not my thing. Chad's got nothing. He goes, I don't understand why Carr's doing this. He's got so much to lose. Like, what is he doing that would make him lose his stuff? And Chad's like, I don't know. I just want to dox him and Associating ruin his life. Associating with me. Yeah, I, I'm just, I'm just planning on ruining his life. What's the problem here? Yeah. Cardiff does nothing. He's harmless. He's I mean, cute. <laughs> he is cute. I mean, when he's doing the SJ Army stuff yeah. and threatening to fight us in Chicago, wow. I mean, that was funny. Yeah. But that would be a thing where you'd just be like, oh, he's threatening violence on us. Now he's just being silly. Now he's just being a goose. Yeah. A goose. So I don't understand. You know, Opie is just like, no, you don't understand. Cardiff is... A, a good guy. He's fun. He's funny. Wow, Cleveland. Okay, I'm sorry. I I, I got distracted by Ross Dog's broken spirit giving uh, five ninety nine. Opster arm Chad with a can of oil. He will feel emboldened to face Cardiff. There it is. Let's face Cardiff today, Chad. Yeah. Let's let's let's, let's rock this thing. Let's go. He's trying to get attention. He wants to get on your radar. Let's just what forget if about the, it. Uh, we give him a quick five minutes. I will not do anything you don't want to do. Because I, I mean, it's just why you're like <laughs> you're better than that. You did it. You should be in the radio hall of fame. Not talking to a, uh, a Deflect. guy from Niagara Falls with a filter on. <laughs> wow, wow, he's just sucking his dick so he doesn't bring him in. Because you know what's going to happen when Cardiff gets in there. Yeah, Cardiff's going to go. Hey, Chad, why are you posting pictures of who you think is me on the internet? Right. Hi, Chad. Why are you constantly threatening this information? Why are you? Th- yeah constantly starting a problem with me and chad doesn't have an answer for that and he's being a pussy right here chad is being a bitch right here hey opie's like come on man let's just bring him out for five minutes let's see what he has to say no no i don't want to talk to him i want to talk to the potato and also by the way you're great (laughs) i know i mean opie's very easily manipulated so i understand why he did that and let me point out so now you see tony mazers on the show they bring Uh, in chad's buddy tony and tony sucks he brings the show to a halt, a screeching halt, because he's in love with Opie, and all he does is tell Opie how great he is and how much he looked up to him and how much he admired him. Tony Mazur's a zero. That dude's got stooge face. Ugh. He's got nothing going on. So now Cardiff comes in to uh, the super chat to let Chad know what a pussy he is. Tukey follows up. This is great. Yeah. All right, this popped on. I, you know, I gotta, I gotta throw it all at you there, Chad. Cardiff Electric, another two seventy nine. What is a two seventy nine? What is that? Is that some kind of uh, Canadian. Canadian exchange? Yes, yes. Yeah, he work. He lives in. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> rolls, chicken Chad jewels. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Sick burn. Yeah. Damn. God, he got me, man. This guy's good. He's so I don't think good. You're gonna recover from that one, there. Yeah, Jeff. this my day's ruined. It's Friday, <laughs> July seven. It's over. <laughs> now, now, all the vegetables are coming in, man. Chad, show your bank statement, and we'll show our faces. No, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, got nothing. So, you get uh, what, what, skin uh, there, Chad Zumok. What's that? You get under people's skin. Good. Good. Basically, Chad was saying before that, he goes, I don't have to talk to these people. They don't even show their faces. They're anonymous people on the internet. So Tukey comes in and is like, okay, we'll show us your bank statement. We'll be happy to, to come on with you. Chad's just got nothing. He's so afraid of these people. It's bizarre. It's bizarre behavior for a guy who used to be in radio. And he talks about how he used to fight everyone in Cleveland. Rover was going after him. And he could handle all of it. And Maxwell, and he didn't have a problem. And now it's just like, okay, a potato in Niagara Falls wants to talk to you. No. Can't do and it. he should have just learned a very valuable lesson about when you unite and have fun with it. Right. 
it could happen again. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> what the fuck? Good point. Now we're going to find out who's the biggest asshole, because Chad has a lot of enemies. Can I vote? No. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> I want to see where I'm on the list. Mm-hmm. Not with you, Vinny. Mm. I know where I'm on the list with you. I want to see where I'm on the list with uh, the Z-Man. Tony, you know Kevin Brennan. What do you think? You're watching from an outside perspective. This whole thing is a soap opera. And, I, you know, seeing this for, you know, basically the beginning and all the who are these podcasts. Now, Chad, who would you rank the – now I'm going to ask you a question. Where would you rank the biggest piece of shit in your mind right now as of today, as of whatever, J- July 7th? Is Bob Levy at the top of the list? Is yeah. Shuley? Is Carl? Is Cardiff? Like, who's the top of the list, and who are you more right. possible to get along with in the next couple of days, weeks? Who knows? Take it, Opie. Tony is mine. I found my new co-host. These are br- these are brilliant questions, there, Chad. These are brilliant <laughs> questions. I don't know what you're paying the Tony, but I'm gonna I'm gonna double it. Bring no. on the media company. You'll notice that Opie was like, "Holy shit, Tony! This guy's got this kid's got it." And the reason why is because the previous 20 minutes I did not clip was Tony telling Opie how amazing he is. Right. So it's very easy to manipulate Opie. All you have to do is praise him and be like, I can't believe how good you are at radio. What Opie should say when he hears that is, are you fucking with me? <laughs> you know what I mean? If someone's like, Carl, you play guitar really well. I'm like, are you fucking with me? What's your angle, boy? What are you up to over there? Did anybody tell you how handsome you look today, Carl? Are you fucking with me? Yeah. <laughs> You're fucking with me, aren't you? Let's see uh, what happens. So, Who's the biggest a-hole? He lists off a couple of people, and then I think Tony or maybe Opie brings it back because we got to complete the list. we got to get the top five here. Chad, well, Chad, I want, I want to ask uh, something because you mentioned Bob Levy is number one, and then you said Steel Toe number two, but I want oh, to yeah. know who's three through five right. in yes, your podcast you. feud. Jesus. I mean, I, it's all gar- like Gino's there. I mean, he's garbage. Uh, Kumia? Kumia. Kumia, of course. Yeah, he's Chris, bottom is of the Christy barrel. Is it Christy Mayer? Is it Patrick Melton? Right. Is yeah, it- he's there. He's there. It's just, it's, it's just like you're trying to pick your least favorite kid. It's so hard. <laughs> Guys. I didn't make the list. How do you Holy feel about shit. that? I love it. It's amazing. You exist in this weird place. I do. You really do. Because the greatest thing you ever did was come up with the don't interfere rule. Right. You know, you're not actively no one had ever starting thought of problems. <laughs> well, these fucking people are just fucking yelling and screaming at each other on the right. internet all day. Well, it'd be great if they were, but Chad's actually trying to dox people. Melton's trying to get Aaron arrested in Minnesota. Like, there's there's people who are just like fucking with people in real life, and it's a weird way to go about your your day. It's not funny. Yeah. It's not entertaining. Look what I did. I got this guy arrested. We. <laughs> you got to start making calls to the cops down there to make this list next year. Okay, I'll work on that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I wonder where John is on the list now because John called the Tampa Police Department and the FBI on Chad <laughs> because of a tweet. Hello, female body inspectors. It's John. <laughs> you have the right number, sir. <laughs> okay. This is the last clip I have from this. Chad admitting that he stole content. Because it, it's working for you. So now, well, today at three o'clock, I'll be sniping Blah Blah show. And then, yeah, like, oh, yeah well, I'm going to snipe you sniping that show. Oh, yeah. Well, watch what I do. And then the screen is like a mirror. Like, it's just crazy. It is dirty. I'm not going to lie. It's a dirty tactic. I don't agree with it, even though I'm, I am I, I benefited financially from it. I I don't think it's the right thing to do because like, you're literally just taking someone else's content. But it's working, and I think it's funny, and it got under Kevin's skin, so I won. 
Chad's always winning. It's working. I got it under Kevin's skin, so I won. You won what? Fucking buy a lottery <laughs> ticket, Chad. Great what job. Did you win? But I love that he admits that that's stealing. Yeah. That's taking somebody else's material and just putting it on your stream. That's all that is. That's I'm not a fan of sniping. I don't understand that at all. But uh, that's what these guys are into. Okay. I have another amazing song for us today. It's going to lead us into our next segment. Tony Muskrat put together this song, and he teamed up with a very special guest that you'll hear in here. This is uh, for Stuttering John, 99 Silver Bullets. You and I on my new podcast And I borrow your channel for Super Chats Bought a case at the break of dawn And one by one they disappeared John came back and grew out his hair Did you hear Howard wanted him for the Jackie chair? Don't make fun of his kids cause that's not fair As 99 silver bullets go by Bye bye Ninety-nine cans of course. Carl is a metro guy Hoops on me incessantly But I'll feed his cat Going hardly rides Had a booger hanging from his nose Did you know John always buys two pairs of clothes? Beers for free at the Tonight Show He never called Carla a homo Whoa! Ninety-nine silver bullets Few white claws I stole from one Covers me for about three days Unless, of course, the giant's lost This is what I'm waiting for Wow! Case of course! President Trump was on the line But you didn't tell a single joke that whole time Hacka, hacka! Julie at the Gabosley! Julie at the Gabosley! Julie, eres, eres mi pera. Julie, eres mi pera. Are you speaking Spanish? Saying I looked it up. I practiced it. Maybe oh, you can't speak. Maybe you can't speak Hebrew. Wow. Tony Muskrat and Tukey. Holy shit! I had only heard the German version of that. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's rocking. Go figure. Someone said that's the new German national anthem. Holy Logical. shit! Yeah, I agree. Not well, angry we, enough. You play that before every soccer game. All right, so that leads us into. Whoa! Suttering John has been doing shows every day for three hours long by himself. Amazing. It's. So much content. And so what I pulled from is yesterday's show. I hopped in my car. I was driving home and I went, you know what? Let me stop listening to No Agenda, a show I actually enjoy. And let me see what's going on with Stuttering John. He's probably live streaming right now. Lo and behold, he was. And he was talking about me. And he was doing his uh, new Carl impression that he does. And all the fun stuff that he does. And I 
as soon as I got home, I'm like, well, I'm going to have to record this because this is fan-fucking-tastic. All right. There's a lot going on here. I might pause it a few times, but uh, let's see what he's saying. But, Kev, see, here's the problem. You just wrote that to me. Oh, I should point out, Kevin Brennan called John an over-the-top buffoon. When he was explaining that we're the odd couple, he's like, you know, you got Carl who's like organized and then you got John's just like an over-the-top buffoon. And so John thought that him and KB were friends again. And then he said that on MLC. He's just like, Jesus, he's trashing me. So that's what he's addressing at the beginning here. And I'll also point out that Bacon and Eggs has a super chat up for five bucks that John leaves up this entire time. This says, you are nothing more than a court jester. Uh, also, your kids' top 10 piazzas. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's not going to go well. What would you describe this look? That he's sporting today. Just sprayed by hose. (laughs) (laughs) He looks like they just dropped him off at a halfway house. (laughs) Walk through a sprinkler. (laughs) All right. Kev. See, here's the problem. What's the problem? You just wrote that to me. That was a compliment. Okay. Fair enough. enough. But then you're going to go on your show again today and trash me again. And you're going to have that fucking hamburger go on and trash me. John. I hate the way he says my name. John. 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 And, oh, wait. Hold on. Ugh. This guy has the audacity to make fun of how I drink beer. He goes, hey, look. Hey, John, I don't drink beer like a dummy like you. I sip it. Yeah, do it again. And even Kevin was like, oh, shit. I never even realized it. Yes, because I'm a comedian. I'm an observational comic. I... You can't pay this guy a compliment. You just cannot pay this guy a compliment. <laughs> well, no one should pay him at all. But no. Fuck. He goes fucking nuts because Kevin... Know. Kevin said on, on Mizzou's company on Thursday, because I popped down there. John was down there for a little bit, then I popped down there after that. And, uh, yeah, Kevin was just going, yeah, we never even noticed that Carl's like a piazza the way he drinks his beer until John pointed out. Now John's like, that's right, everybody. Yeah. I'm the one who took down the Hamburglar with yeah. my joke. It's his new bit. This yeah. this gets crazy right here. Ask Derek Jones, who's the writer on Stern, who I got him the job. Ask him. He said whenever people would come on The Tonight Show, like just in the hallway, pages, writers, he would see the – this is what I – he would just see. He said, I'm like the Terminator. Ask him, Derek Jones. He'll tell you. I look down at their shoes and work my way up, and I'm ready to have five jokes. Or if they come after me, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> He's so delusional. Uh, your shoes suck, your pants suck, your belt sucks. <laughs> Yeah, if if, he, if he's wearing the suit that you wore in D.C., then yeah, I can see five jokes. He's so fucking delusional. They called him the Terminator because he never stopped annoying people. <laughs> no, because he keeps coming back. Like, God damn it, John's back again? Fuck. <laughs> All right, so John's explaining how witty he is uh-huh. and how good he is at roast comedy, mm. and he can just rip on anyone. I get him. I'm prepared already for any altercation. Now, the deuce pay can't do that. I can. You know, boom, backpack. <laughs> boom, running away. All right. So he's talking about Shuli. He's still talking about this interview he tried to do with Shuli in a hotel lobby where John was obviously very drunk. I still want answers about that shark. <laughs> yeah. I want to know about jumping the shark. 
So John is explaining how funny he is because he made fun of him for A, having a backpack, and B, walking away. Yeah. Both great jokes. Good stuff. Very observational of you. <laughs> I mean, like, it's just quick in my head. It's <laughs> so quick. And I know, oh, there's a joke there, there's a joke there. Yeah. But, you know, so yes, I noticed that Hamburglar is sipping his beer while he's making fun of the way I do. And he's sipping it like fucking, fucking the Queen of England having a cup of tea. Boom! Oh, wow. Got me. I mean, come on, man. He's teetotaling. That's different. Yeah. So, you That's... know. Now, look, I'll still do a Good show point. with the Hamburglar. Yes. He'll probably say he doesn't want to do it anymore because right. he knows all. I don't think he'll him. say that. Yeah. What? <laughs> he thinks I'm going to back out of this? Yeah, I think he's right. I don't I don't think you should do it. <laughs> I think he's going to roast you. Sean, I can't wait, buddy. I can't wait. I'm Carl, we don't want to see you get beat up. Maybe you should really yeah. think about this. Guys, I know he'll probably win, but give me my chance, all right? All right. I got a puncher's chance on this one. Carl. Started his Carl. shoes. <laughs> really kill, you know, kill him in the comedic sense. Right. <laughs> But I, I I certainly would still do it because I would love to have it. I would love to go head to head with him again. Love it. The one thing that Brennan said is true. We are the odd couple. I'm smart and funny. And he's a hack. Yeah, that's exactly what Brennan said. That's yeah. what Brennan was saying, that you're smart and funny and I'm a hack. And also, the I... fact that he does the hack thing, that's Kevin Brennan's bit that you're doing. Chris, how much did you miss Drop the Needle Anywhere? Look at that fucking face. He's oh, amazing, isn't he? Look at that face. That's... So smug. By the way, that's what I'm going for is Halloween this year. <laughs> I'm getting that exact mask. Fucking Pennywise the retard? <laughs> what are you trying to go <laughs> to shit everyone? <laughs> wow. All right. Fucking Petty Dub? <laughs> God. So I would love it. Well, I should point out the reason why John's fired up is because so John went on MLC and then he left and then they sent me the link. I, I, I wasn't even watching. I was prepping for who are these socials and I saw I got the link in my inbox. I'm like, oh, I'll go on there and talk to those guys. So I go on and Kevin's been saying this is all work and John and I are friends now and Chad and I are friends now and I'm fake. So I went on there to let him know. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not the case at all. I am not friends with Stuttering John. And so John saw that and he's just like, oh, we're not friends? Good. I don't want to be oh, your Jesus. friend. Yeah. That's what this is all stemming from. T- Tukey's so funny because Tukey's like, you're just going to hurt him. You're just yeah, hurt him again. I actually pulled that ISO because it's so funny. <laughs> I would love it. We'll have a little show together. Yep. We do have great chemistry. We do. Kevin was smart enough to observe that. <laughs> so I think that, yeah. I'll do a show with the uh, Hamburglar. I think it'll be fun. I'm the goat in all of this. Let's face it. Yep. Well, Kevin, too. You smell like one. <laughs> Come again. <laughs> there we have it. So so that's the whole Kevin brand. Kevin, I love you. Try and be loyal to me, because I'll be loyal to you. Oh. To the day I die, I'll be loyal to you. Great. I don't mind you make jokes. Sure. But just, you know. Come on, man. I, I got your back. That's right. Stuttering John has your back. Whatever that means. If you don't want to have your back, I want to have it. But I have your back. Do your homework. Mr. Brennan. I do. I like you. And we've talked plenty of times. I've talked to the Hamburglar, but he just... It's... He's too realistic for you. (laughs) Zero. Nada. He's too young, I think. He's too young. (laughs) No. 
<laughs> what disloyalty means. Uh-huh. He wouldn't last a day on Stern. Not a day. He'd be put back in the back with J.D. Harmeyer. Right, so he'd th- last more than a day. A couple right. things here. First off, J.D. Harmeyer has been on the show for, I think, 20 years at this yeah. point. It's like he wouldn't last a day. He'd be back there with J.D. Harmeyer, who's lasted all this time. More importantly, I wouldn't accept a job on Howard Stern. I make more money than all those guys that work there, aside from Gary and Robin and Fred, obviously. But no, John's just like, he wouldn't even be able to work at Stern. I'm not looking for that job, John. I'm good. I host my own show, but thank you. Here's what I love I just, about all this clips. I'm sorry, Carl. No, please. If you look on the screen right now, he has left this insulting super chat up yes! this entire yes! time. Yeah. I know. It's just been on there calling his kids. It says, all your kids are top 10 piazzas. And he yep. is just sitting there delivering his speech over yep. that. Oh, I know. That's hysterical. He's he doesn't so read it. Stupid. He's just like Opie. It's another Opie parallel. He just sees what he wants to see. Yep. You're funnier than a court jester. Your kids like pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Go here and here, here. Come up with some ideas, okay? Oh, and here, go to the dentist. Jesus. Freaking hell, man. He won't do it. All right. This is the same joke that Vince the lawyer had when he went on uh, Shuley's show yesterday. That, uh, oh, there's no dentists in Rochester. The dentist doesn't fix your teeth. They clean them. I don't know. You don't know the dentist can <laughs> fix your teeth? It's the orthodontist that fix your fucking teeth. The dentist is Okay, the... fair enough, fair enough, fair Jesus enough. Jesus Christ. I mean, I get it. It's fine. It's fine. I get the dentist joke, but it's not right. It's a canine. It's like a canine. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. This is... Sintitos, even. Hamburglar, they're all straight. Yeah, you got me in How about you do that? Go to a dentist. Use some of the fucking fortune you're making off of me and get your fucking teeth fixed. Please, do it for your wife. Probably like it. Probably like looking at you when you eat corn on the cob and fucking, it's like the lines going around and around. Yeah, yeah, good one. What? And you don't want to be friends with this guy? What the fuck is wrong with you, Carl? Producer Chris. Yes. What was that corn on the cob joke? He doesn't even know. He doesn't even know. I was actually watching this clip with my wife and I look at her and I go, what do you think that means? She's like, I don't yeah, know. I don't know. That got it. away from him a little bit. <laughs> that one got away from him a little bit. He's like, can you imagine this guy eating corn to the cob? Yeah. Corn's yeah. delicious. <laughs> yeah. Maybe some salt, some butter on there. Yeah. Hamburglar, they're all straight. How about you do that? Go to a dentist. Yeah. Use some of the fucking fortune you're making off of me and get your fucking teeth fixed. Please. Do it for your wife. Probably like it. Probably like looking at you when you eat corn on the cob and fucking, it's like the lines going around and around. Those fucking teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. He got it. Keep going. You making fun of my kids' teeth? With those? Hypocrisy, police! <laughs> Wrong shirt, John. Wrong, Wrong shirt. shirt. All right, so this is John's um. new thing. He's wearing his Harley Davidson shirt, and he's yelling, hypocrisy, police, and pulling it up like he's wearing his hypocrisy, police shirt. Oh. I think he's in on the bit on that I think one, he but... was just trying to show off his gang colors. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Yeah. He has the audacity to make fun of my kids' teeth. Which, by the way, what I said was, she looks a lot like Baba Booey. Yeah. And I asked if maybe that was the real father. That's all. I wasn't like honing in on his daughter's teeth and dissecting anything. That, that was all I said. It's so lame and so childish. The mob doesn't go after family, but you do, Hamburglar. But I guess that's okay for people in the armpit of New York known as Rochester. I've seen The Sopranos. Wasn't there a, a time... When uh, the boss from New York, his wife was very overweight, mm-hmm. and they were goofing on her yeah. mm-hmm. behind his back. 
Ginny Sack. Yeah. Wasn't that um, the mob going after someone's family? Because we're not hurting people. We're telling jokes. So I don't know if he's really correct on that. He's been saying it for years. I just wanted to correct him on that. It's not really a great analogy. So he should be mad at Polly Walnuts. Yes. Okay. Correct. Nothing that's rocking about it. And you're making fun of my daughter's teeth and you have those? <laughs> you have these? Clip it. And you're making fun of my kid's teeth? Clip it. Fuck out of here. Bacon and eggs. I love them. Thanks for five bucks. <laughs> Holy shit. Thank you. I love shit. it. He still gonna, doesn't read it. Holy he's, he's shit. He's about to read it, guys. He's about to read it and All get right. upset now. Okay, it's great. been up there the whole time. But he loves it so far. <laughs> this is great. Oh, God. Back to trashing kids. <laughs> It's, it's, it's amazing. See, this is the thing that he, I don't know if he realizes this or not, but he brings up his kids all the time. Yeah. So of course people are talking about it. Cause that's what he's talking about. People react to that. And the fact that they go top 10 piazzas is such a silly thing to say. It doesn't even mean anything. He's just like, they're trashing my kids. Yeah. No, they're fucking with you, John, because you react the way that you react. I'll, I'll talk into the, the camera because you react the way you react. People keep doing this. You are causing all of this to happen. Everything is happening. Now that you're doing all these shows just about me, this no, is why it, this is no, all happening. No, it's because they're super fans. It's because they're super fans. And sick it's of fans. It's amazing. It doesn't say anything about me. It doesn't say anything about my kids. It doesn't say anything about you. That you feel that you could be some internet warrior and you could trash someone's children anonymously. <laughs> okay. See, I, I, don't, I don't even understand what this does to his kids. They don't know this is happening, and there's no ill intent <laughs> meant for it. They're just goofing out of you, John. It has nothing to do with your actual kids. Do you think his kids have even for a second watched any of his live streams? No. I you think I, they would I have to, it. though. You think they would have to? Like, they, they get the alert, Dad's fucking live again. Great. <laughs> <laughs> like... You know how embarrassing that is? Oh, One of their friends comes over. Yeah. Hey, your dad's on the internet. Yeah, we don't talk about that. Right. We don't do that around here. All right. So you just saw John explain that he can look someone up and down and come up with five jokes just like that. So we're going to get an example of that because John's going to sing his silent mic song. Oh, God. Now, he's talking about Mike Morse from Uncle Rico, who doesn't talk very often. And so John wrote down lyrics for the song, but he can't find them. But that's okay. He's an improv guy. He's going to be able to pull it off off the cuff. Write down his lyrics somewhere. Hold on. Hold on. I might even have them written down. Hold on. Uh, fuck. I thought I had it. No, I don't. Improv guy, huh? Well, yeah, he's got this. somewhere, but okay. Here we go. Silent mic. Bowling pin mic. Okay. You're so lame. Have no game. Laugh at anything. Dues-payer says. Then collect money. You loser douchebag spaz. You put all of us to sleep. You put all of us to sleep. I get it. Now watch him pat himself on the back for that. This is what's crazy. Thank you. How you like that, Jimmy? I think you thought that was pretty decent. See, I could write that on the spot. Boom, 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 boom. 
You were just looking for the lyrics, asshole. Deuce Pancake. He's a talent to do that. Also, didn't you give him the idea? He had a different nickname for Mike, and you're like, oh, well, also, it sounds like Silent Mike, or Silent I Night. Think, uh, well, yeah, I told him the Silent yeah. Night thing, but I, I thought Mute Mike would make more sense, but anyway, he's going, because he goes, no, it's like it's like Silent uh, Silent Bob. I yeah. wish somebody would have mute said Mike. What's incredible about that is that that was so bad, the syllables didn't fit, the jokes were non-existent, and at the end of it, he goes, see, I told you, I'm pretty fucking funny, aren't I? You're like, John, that was embarrassing. What are you doing? I think you'd all agree that was pretty amazing. No, we don't. All right. So John is not going to do a political show again. People are saying, why don't you go back into politics? He's going to explain why he's not doing that. Oh, Linky Jedi, who makes fun of the Omni Major. That's why his name <laughs> is that. Thanks for the two bucks. This is bad. Go back to politics and the Dota. Don't watch. Go. Do you want me to just kick out? No, nah, I won't. You're paying me. I probably will do a I I don't know. I don't even know if I want to do politics anymore. I don't know. Look, Stephanie Miller once told me, and I'm sure Hal Sparks and John Fugelsing will agree. There's no money in liberal politics. Now, I looked this up. Stephanie Miller's worth $2 million. And I'm sure Jimmy Dore and Bill Maher would uh, disagree with you that there's no money in liberal politics. Franken's doing all right. Yeah. John just can't admit he's bad at something. Yeah. That's the thing. John just goes, well, it wasn't me. It was the industry I was in. It's like, no, there's successful people in that industry who are doing it and making money. You were just terrible at it. Yeah. Going it's- back to politics, you mean going back to letting other people talk on your show and you yeah. sit there? Sit there for 10 minutes at a time. Yeah, Trump does suck. Yeah, well, people say nothing. It, it was the most boring show and you were bad at it. You didn't know what the fuck was going on. All you were doing was reading MSNBC articles and acting like you knew what was going on in the world. Now you know gonna, that's all going to be back, though, right? Like, you know, the si- elections are again next year. This is why I don't think it is. And I don't know what John's going to do long term. I can't predict that. But he's making so much more money on Super Chats talking about me and Anthony Cumia and Chad Zumak and the list goes on and on. And so it doesn't make any sense because he, he even said at a certain point, he goes, well, you guys wouldn't be there if I did a political show. It's for a whole different audience. And that audience is broke. <laughs> so yeah. the people that he was attracting, the Benny Locos of the world that he was attracting, love you, Benny Loco. Um, you're not going to make a fortune off this audience. So uh, it didn't make any sense for him to do that. I think he's probably done with it. Okay. Now he's talking about Patrick Melton. Nobody likes onions. And I guess Patrick Melton said that he's a better comic than John is, mm-hmm. which I haven't seen Patrick Melton stand up, but yeah, I'd bet, out. I'd bet all my money he is. Yeah, I'm all in. <laughs> I'm pretty I'm sure all in. I'm pretty sure that's definitely true. And there ain't no fact checking, so I'm going to go with that, Carl. <laughs> You're not in my league. You begged me to come on your show. Oh, Patrick Melton, you're a fucking liar. He says that that he we agreed to do a show for a thousand. And then I change it to 2000. I don't remember ever agreeing. So either you're lying. Okay. This is fan fucking tastic. Because John's going to realize that he did do all of these things. And so he's going to come out with this strong statement and then slowly walk it back. And this is almost a masterpiece right here. I don't remember ever agreeing. So either you're lying or maybe I was half in a bag. But I don't remember ever agreeing because you never paid me it. We didn't have a signed contract. Mm-hmm. And then when I realized that I was, at, was, I was asking too little because I'm getting offers for m- way more, I'm like, no, two grand. You blew it. You could have got me for a grand, but you blew it. I think initially I asked Kevin Brennan for a, a grand. I don't know. I asked somebody. 
I can't remember everything. I can't remember anything. No. So John just said that him and Patrick Melton had agreed for a thousand bucks. And then he goes, but it wasn't a signed contract. Well, no, it's an, it was an agreement. He didn't say it was a signed contract. I believe it started with Patrick Melton is a liar. Yeah, right. He goes, he's a liar. He said that we had agreed for a thousand bucks. And maybe we did. Maybe I was drunk when I agreed to it. But then I realized I was worth more than that. So then I made a 2000. So it sounds like you're the asshole in this, yeah. John. I don't know. Just based on what you said. Anyway, Coors is refreshing. <laughs> you think Kevin Brennan sent him a fucking contract? No, of it's, course not. I mean, <laughs> what no is contracts he fucking talking about? Yeah. So now John's talking about. I don't know if you guys remember this, but Shuli, I think, was on with Anthony Cumia, and they were goofing on John's art. Have you ever seen John's art? Are we watching it right now? <laughs> well, no, he actually does these pieces that he hangs up on the wall, and it's really, really bad. Anyway, I don't want to get into that, because that's a whole other thing that we could get into. But this is John explaining that he is a great artist. Niche, have you ever considered painting your feelings? I know you've dabbled in conceptual art, and some of it is quite poignant. Thank you very much. I know Pocky, who doesn't understand art, oh boy. certainly doesn't understand conceptual art, you know, did a half an hour or whatever on my artwork. Hey, Pocky, here's the difference between you and I. I've never claimed to be a good painter. I have good ideas, and I could convey them on a canvas. But I never... Claimed I was, you know, because I'm not a talented painter. I'm a talented artist. Okay. He goes, well, here's the difference between you and I. I never claimed to be a great painter. I don't remember Anthony ever claiming to be a great painter either. He was just goofing on your terrible art because it was childish and it was really bad. It's good that he can put his ideas somewhere, his good ideas onto a canvas. Can I give you, can I give you an example of a, one of his art pieces that he was really Please. proud of? Because he had, he had this woman on his show and he was showing her his art and explaining it. Apparently, he bought all of these uh, off of eBay or something. He bought pieces from bombs and missiles from different wars. People will, will collect the shrapnel, and, and he bought this stuff and then made a peace sign out of it. Do you see how deep that is? It's conceptual. Let me give Bruce Chris a minute to think about that. Yeah, hmm. something. You know what I would do if I were him? <laughs> all right, never mind. I would take... Over to you, Vinny. What's up? <laughs> well, I'm saying I would take all the bombs and then just make a uh, a sculpture of himself performing stand-up. <laughs> Now that's an artist right there. This is like me at the improv. Okay. How lifelike. (laughs) All right. So let's talk about going on Anthony Cumia's show. All right. Let's talk about what that means if you do that. You are a hypocritical piece of shit. (laughs) You're a shirt again. Know it. Live it. Learn it. You're a hypocrite. You too, bomb. Last I checked, aren't you? A person of the Jewish faith? I think, though. Thank you, Crackhead Bob. You're welcome. Aren't you a person of the Jewish faith? Yet you go on Pocky show? Hmm. Hypocrite! (laughs) It's amazing. And you, Hamburglar. Jesus Christ. You. You. You go on Pocky's show, and you know he's a staunch racist. You know it. He got fired from Sirius XM for being a racist and tweeting racial things. That's why he got fired. But Hamburglar, you'll go on his show. Hypocrite! Do-do-do-do-up, do 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 up Vinnie Paulino. Yeah, friend. 
you and I, a couple of years ago, we uh, broke down a video that was uh, Anthony Cumia's show. Actually, it was back then it was the Anthony Nardi show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you remember who the guest was on that show? Well, I believe it was Joe DeVito and Stuttering John Melendez. Hypocrite! Hypocrite! If John I... was on Anthony's show many times after 2014, after he was fired from Sirius for racist tweets. Carl, he was begging him for money and an endorsement. Yes, correct. But there's even more to it than that because I haven't brought this up. I need to get back to it. Daniel Fawato, who I had a long conversation with, who was Artie Lang's producer of his podcast and his show on DirecTV, who knows a lot of things from behind the scenes, knows that Stuttering John wanted the job that Artie eventually got and then Dave Landau of Anthony Cumia's sidekick. In fact, John was convinced that he had the job for some reason and was telling everyone. For months, John was telling everyone he was going to be the sidekick for Anthony Cumia. And he, I don't understand now why, now all of a sudden he's playing this revisionist history where he's saying like, I would never do his show. Listen to this. This gets fucking crazy right here. This, I got to send this over to Anthony. I want to get his reaction to this. Would I ever, ever, Go on Pocky's show. No. He couldn't pay me. If Pocky offered me a hundred thousand fucking dollars, I'd say fuck off. Alright, you know I know he's lying. Chad would never turn down a hundred thousand dollars to do anything. Anything. That's an that's an insane thing to say. Behead me in the square? What time? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing, it's like a hundred thousand dollars, you can go on there and debate him. You could turn it into anything you want. You don't have to say like, oh, but, oh, but I, you know, then people are going to think I'm racist because I'm there with you. Anyway, it doesn't make any fucking sense. So he's obviously lying. And he's been on that show. I think he said he was on that show 10 times. And now all of a sudden he won't go on that show for $100,000? Hypocrite! <laughs> I don't believe him, Carl. I don't believe him at all. All right. This gets funny. He's going on. He forgets who he's mad at sometimes. He's, he thinks he's mad at everyone. Then he remembers that some people he likes. I don't need your blood money. What, buddy? No. <laughs> what do you mean? I wouldn't accept a dollar from you. Uh-huh. And you'll never be able to get a talent like me on your show. <laughs> Ever. Yeah. Come on. Okay. You keep having the hacks on like fucking Gino Bisconti. Hack! Yeah. That's all you can get. I mean, Bill Schultz? What's his claim to f- fame? He banged Kaylee McEnany? Nobody knows who she is anymore. But I don't have a problem with Bill. <laughs> oh, sorry, Bill. Take it back. You're actually a decent guy. So take it back. <laughs> Who's going on Anthony's show? That asshole Bill Schultz? Oh, no, no. That's right. I like that guy. Oh, shit. My bad. He did my show. That's, That's right. unbelievable. He's, he's insane. He forgets who he's mad at. He's claiming that going on Anthony Cumia's show proves that you are obviously... Oh, good. Missy B is here watching this. Oh, hi, Missy. Because Missy B, you know that John was begging Anthony to be on his show. You hung out with him at Ant's house, playing cards in the basement. And now all of a sudden he's claiming that he would never even be seen with Anthony Kobe, enough for a hundred thousand dollars. This reminds me of when Chad said, I would, I don't want to have anything to do with that compound gathering. Right. That you guys did. It's like, well, you weren't invited. Yeah, it's fine. And don't worry about John, it. John, you're not invited on Ant's show anymore. Yeah. So it's easy to say I would never do it. Chad's like Chrissy Mayer's wedding. I don't want to go to that. Yeah. Good news. Guess what? <laughs> watch you there yeah fucking moron oh yeah missy be good on twitch yes check that out and um i I just i couldn't believe i can't believe that john has the balls to come out and say this kind of shit when we all have seen you on his show 
We've talked about it. It's on YouTube. It's, it's classic. Still on, it's still on compoundmedia.com. Yeah. I mean, I could go back and watch it at any time. So it's insane. Yeah, that company that's a failure that's still going nine years strong. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the one I'm talking about. Now, you'll notice that there's a super chat up here from Nasty Al. Nasty Al is the guy, of course, who yelled Kumia Country to uh, Chad Zumach down in Florida. <laughs> and he writes, famous, talented, funny, educated, and begging for $2 super chats. That's a sad life. Actually, embarrassing. Bottom of the barrel. Again, John's leaving this up way too long, and he's finally going to uh, address it here. Nasty Al, thanks for the five bucks. Famous, talented, funny, educated, and begging for $2 super chats. That's a sad life. Actually, embarrassing. Bottom of the barrel. Hey, you just gave me five. Thank you. <laughs> Oops. Winning. John took down to W. He yeah. really is something else with these. Like, I... It's insane. He, you could... <laughs> I feel like this is like stepping up to the dunk tank. Yes. He's just taking the money. You don't always knock him down. There's times when he's going to react and really freak out, but he's just taking the money. I was actually pretty sweaty and I wanted to get cooled off for a second. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much, sir. <laughs> yeah. This is the ramblings of a homeless guy. Yeah. <laughs> who, who wrote the that? T-shirt and hair of one too. <laughs> Somebody, That's what I mean. So, what's the last time you saw a guy who looks like he's homeless in a house? It's so bizarre. <laughs> like you could groom yourself. What do you think the neighbors think? How many times have they called the police already? There's a squad of breaking into the house across the street. <laughs> he's yelling hack again. <laughs> I was talking about before that I mentioned to Kevin Brennan that John and I are not friends, and John saw that and, and he was upset. But he's going to get back at me here, John. Chad, I don't want to be your friend. Good. Don't be. I don't need any more friends. We're friends like you. I don't need enemies. Hack. Okay. I know a guy named Rock. <laughs> yeah, right. He's got the same friends yeah. as uh, Jim Florentine will call me. As the Z-Man. That girl from the Niagara Falls region. I don't want any more friends. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Stop calling me. Yeah, you have way too many friends, John. That's your problem. I know. That sucks. Okay. So many well-wishers. This one, again, is just, I don't know if John's putting this up on the tee for us because he likes us or if he's just too stupid to realize how dumb this sounds. Ladder. How dumb he is. John has brought up in the past that he's in Mensa. And of course he's not. He's not a high IQ individual. And if he ever was, he's done enough in his life to make sure that that's not the case anymore. Royce. His first co-host on the Stuttering John podcast called him out on this one time. He's like, John, you're not in Mensa. Stop saying this. Like, no, I know, but I like to say that. It's funny, you know. So John has this back and forth where it's like, he was lying about his age for a long time. He lies about being in Mensa. Guy seems to lie a lot now that I think about it. Well, listen to this. Hey, Carla, you're the idiot to give Vince the lawyer and Shuli where we live, you dumb fuck. I... This is, okay. This is, and Brennan, ask, ask Hamburglar this piece of it, fucking evidence on why he's a fucking backstabbing prick. The Hamburglar and I have a conversation. And I remember it like it was yesterday, Hamburglar, because that's the kind of memory I have. Nope. It's Mensa memory. I look at, even when I teach, say something, bum, 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 Jupiter, largest planet. Venus, hottest planet. Boom, 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 boom. Do your homework. Yes. Uh, the nebula hypothesis. Uh, Newton's second law. <laughs> he's got you there, buddy. Wow. <laughs> I've never been more convinced. The way he proved that he's got a Mensa-like memory 
is because he knew Jupiter was the largest planet. Bop, 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 bop. I have all the facts. Venus warm. Jupiter big. How do you feel right now, Carl? This is, a, again, Trump-esque. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Like, the <laughs> shit that he's talking, he thinks he's he's so proud of himself uh, for just, like, basic shit. Unbelievable. It's unbelievable. This I don't know if John is a teacher in middle school or a student. It's hard to tell. Is he doing that Adam Sandler, Billy Madison thing where he has to go back to school <laughs> and graduate all over again? Is that why he's going to school every day? Holy shit, John. That's insane. So now he's complaining about the fact that, and when I texted to Vinny the lawyer and Shuey, Vinny was in there talking about how he had seen information about where John lives and asking me about where I live and whatever. He, he obviously had already known what was going on. So I just responded and said, John and I are walking distance from each other's houses in Florida. Isn't that fucking crazy? Because it is. It's unbelievable. It's the craziest of coincidences. And I have to ask you while we're here on your show, how shitty is your new place that you could afford a house in the same division? as I know. And they call it uh, what was Vinny was calling a crap coral. Um, So anyway, all I was doing was texting who I thought were my friends and saying, I know, isn't this fucking crazy? I didn't realize that Vince was going to use that for Reddit clout and post a screen grab of that on Reddit. And of course, John got very annoyed with me for doing that. I remember everything. And this is how the, this is how the conversation went down with, with Cal. El Harible is also in this group chat. I'm sorry. I didn't know if you wanted to be brought up with uh, these assholes or not. But yes, El Harible is the third person in this uh, fourth person, I guess. In this group text that we're doing. I, I I called him. And we're on the phone. And I go, Carl, I know you said that you bought a house in Florida on the air. So that's I'm not doxing. And I go, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you if you tell me. But let's promise. And then he said, you show me yours and I'll show you mine. And I went, all right. But don't share this on the internet with anyone. That will keep this between us. This is a fact. And if he if he denies <laughs> this, he's a liar. I said, if we promise that we will not tell it to anybody, what does he do? Okay, John. So I go, where'd you buy? And he tells me. And I laugh. And I go, that's where I bought. He goes, get out of here. What part? And I told him part. He goes, you got to be fucking kidding me. And he tells me what road he's on. I go, I go, dude, that's around the block from me. <laughs> we had a great laugh. I mean, what are the odds, Cal? <laughs> that we live fucking in the same. We're neighbors. You had a laugh. Carl cried. It was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, Carl. Vinny, I couldn't fucking believe it. Ooh, I know. I talked I, to you that day. I still can't fucking believe it. Oh, no. Don't tell John I told you too. Yeah, you confidence-breaking oh, no, piece of shit. <laughs> I wasn't supposed to tell anyone. All right. I told a couple of my friends because I thought it was too fucking crazy. I also told my wife, John. <laughs> she wants to work on her security detail. Don't worry. She didn't listen. <laughs> Obviously, very upset with me. And he's going to explain what a great guy he is. And this is what he gets upset about is because... He is nothing but nice and kind and outgoing and, and trying to help people out. And all they do is shit on him. It's just just his luck. Now, neighborly love, I extend the olive branch. Because anybody will tell you, 
who knows me? Don't lend him money. Quarantine Modi. <laughs> Anyone who knows me, Glern, Adam Hunter, they'll tell you I will always try and do the right thing. Yeah, speaking of that, that's another thing that Daniel Filato told me about where I guess he lent John some money. He didn't want to, but Artie was like, nah, he's good for it, man. Don't worry about it. So he lent him some money. And then John, when Daniel asked for his money back a little while later, John said, Artie told me I didn't have to pay you back, hmm. which is not true. <laughs> he was just lying. Is he's that just, how loans work? <laughs> yeah, he's just, yeah. No, no our, our other buddy that we're both friends with said I didn't have to, so I'm not going to. Yeah, don't lend this guy money. That's for sure. Anyway, let's, let's talk about what a great guy he is. And be as friendly as possible. When you when you need something, I will be there. That's me. That's just me. I'll be there. Mm-hmm. Always. Yep. Always. So I try and be nice. All right. Call it cringe. Call it douchebaggery. But I just said, hey, you know, Carl, look, even if, look, I don't know if you have cats, but if you do and you ever need someone to feed, and, you know, provide them with water and change the litter box. I'm your guy. Because I know he doesn't have any friends down there yet. First off, what do you mean you know I don't have any friends down there yet? You don't know that. And secondly, what a weird thing to offer. I don't have cats. If you did have cats, he would do this for me. Like, okay, who even brought up cats? I think he's setting you, you up right now. I think what he's doing here is he's setting you up with some reverse psychology. Uh, because he has cats. Oh, holy shit. Vinny's planning a scene. He's like, I would have done it for you, Carl. Can you just come over twice a day? Yeah, exactly correct. He's planting the scene. Good call, Vinny. I was trying to figure that out. Like, why is he bringing up cats? If you need any help, if you need any help finding gardeners, I'm your guy. That's the other thing, too. He says he'll change the litter box. He doesn't change the litter box for his own cats. He's going to change my cat's litter box? He doesn't change his own litter box. Doesn't make sense. (laughs) I'm your guy. That's me. That's me. If you need any help finding a plumber, I'm your guy. I have I have Google. <laughs> I love that he's like, I can help you find a gardener, a plumber. I'm like, no. I'm... What a weird flex. Yeah, so fucking bizarre. I don't need your help with Welcome these things. Welcome to the neighborhood. I don't need your I've lived there longer than you, John. I don't need your help with these things. <laughs> fucking Johnny's list. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. I try and be that guy. Mm-hmm. I try and be a friendly neighbor. Just like a good neighbor, Stunt John is there. And what do you do? You goof on me about it. That's what you do. You goof on me about it. You fucking cock. Jesus. He's right there. Um, I got really upset at the I can't wait. I cannot wait for when you end up on his paper route. (laughs) (laughs) I love that John gets mad at me. For goofing on him. It's like, well, are you also mad at children for laughing? Yeah. Like, this is what I do, yes, John. Yes. I, you can't get mad at me for this. You offer to take care of my cats. That's kind of funny. It is. It's very funny. I gave and, you a perfectly good olive branch. And what's free. great, and I, I, I thought I had another clip, but I don't, but I'll explain what it is. So he goes on to act like he's already done me a favor. Right. Just the fact that he offered a favor that I don't need and don't want. Fucking sociopath. It's like he's already done. Right. It's like he's already done me a favor. And then he goes on to say, and if I lived in Kevin Brennan's neighborhood, Anything he needed, I would do that for him. Kevin Brennan doesn't need anything from you. I promise you that. I don't need anything. Kevin doesn't need anything. We're grown-ass men. We got this. And then he says, and you could ask anyone. You could ask my friends, yeah. the guys down at the pub. We always do stuff for each other. Yeah. The gardener, 
the plumber. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the candlestick maker. Whenever he talks about his friends, it's always guys he day drinks with. Every single time. He's well, like, yeah, I mean, my, my friends and I, we always get together and do stuff for each other. You know, the people in Pickwick. Yeah. Th- those are your friends? It's so fucking bizarre. I don't know what to make of it, Vinny. What, huh? what do you make of all this comeback of Centering John? I don't know if you okay. and I talked about it much. Here's what I think. Yeah. I think this is a very, very, very lonely man. Yep. You asked me about his plans for the fu- future. I yep. assume it's a steady decline into alcohol-related uh, related dementia. Sure. I feel like he is just a good-hearted guy who does care, but he cannot control his own emotions. He freaks the fuck out on everything. He's a narcissist, mm-hmm. and none of this stuff has changed in the last eight months. Yeah. Didn't you think he was going to come? If he did come back, he'd come back a different guy. I thought for sure. And maybe he is a little bit, but not in a good way. Not for him, anyway. I think he adopted a new strategy. Okay, yes. And being, like, confrontive of you guys and, like, being willing to go out there and actually talk to you guys. Because, again, he saw the money and realized he had to get in on it, which is the narcissistic opportunity. But the money's gone. That's the thing, though. He waited so long. Uncle Rico was phased out. We were phased out of the Suttering John stuff. You know, they tried to do the Pottstown thing. We had DabbleCon. It's like, it, it was over. And then he comes back and like reignites all of it again. Six months ago, he could have gotten five grand. Is that what you tried to tell me? Dude, easily. In fact, and I'll bring it up to him when we do a show together. I'm looking forward to that. Um, I do want to try to pull together a roast. And John's whole thing, when they talked about it on MLC, he goes, well, who are we going to roast? And they're like, well, you, John. But- <laughs> Vinny, when we did our roast here, yeah. it was very successful, and it was the roast of Carl and Vinny. You yeah. can have two people, and so it could be Shuli and John, the roast of Shuli and John. And the thing that John's understanding is like, when somebody, ha- they have a roast, they get to come back at everyone. Right. And everyone's roasting everyone at roasts. So that, that's the thing. I, it's not just going to be like everyone just trashing John. I mean, it will be a lot of that, but Dude, not like the entire time just trashing John. Won't it be great when he doesn't prepare and he just shows up with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar jokes? Oh, that'd that he be tries amazing. to like, remember when you, you used to do the skyhook, Shuli? Hey, hey, Mike Boss, how's the weather up there? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make sense. You may remember him from his appearance at Airplane. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. I mean... I feel like this whole thing, it's great to see him back because yes. it is fun. Yes, agreed. But nothing has changed except for which state he's in. And it's it's still sad. It's just still fucking sad. Aw, don't say that. It is, though. <laughs> Come on. It's kind of and fun. And I am very sensitive. It's kind of fun, though, right? Yeah. I All mean, right. I'm not unhappy about it. I'm just like, ah, here we go again. The guy doesn't have friends. He thinks Carl is his friend. And then now he's mad at Carl again. Now he doesn't think he's his friend. That's the most interesting thing to me. Yeah. Of how the dynamic between you two changed. I think we're still kind of on good terms right now. Well, I was sitting there when he called you the other day. (laughs) And he was just like, Carl, like you are his closest friend. Carl, we got to do something about the Zubak. Like, I could not believe what I was hearing. I sat there. And then when you hung up the phone, I think it's on the creep off clip. Like we could, we added it a little bit. Yeah. I just started laughing hysterically <laughs> because it just blew my fucking mind. You know, it's crazy, Vinny. That happened on Wednesday. I've already forgotten about it. There's so much has happened since then. Yeah. I've already forgotten about that, that John called me. We're doing a bonus show of the creep off, which is fantastic. If people aren't checking it out on our creep off Patreon, Supercast and backed by, they should. We're putting out pretty much a bonus episode every single week. But Vinny's over the house. We're doing a bonus show. I get a call from John Melinda. So I answer it, put it on speakerphone. And he's talking about how he's calling the Tampa Bay police and the FBI because Chad's threatening him. 
And uh, we, we cut it all out of the show, obviously. It was a private conversation. But I go, okay, well, I'll come on your show, John. We can we can figure out what's going on. And I, I totally forgot about all of that. John was ready to have Chad Zubach arrested for a hashtag. Carl. It came down to a hashtag. That conversation was so bonkers. And it started completely insane. And I'm not going to get into anything past what's already been said. But it was like, I've had, I just got off the phone with the Tampa police, Carl. Yep. This is very serious. My next call is the FBI. I know. And, and I thought, like, what? Vinny, at that time, I'm like, holy shit, what did Chad do now? Because John's going... Chad's a dangerous criminal. I'm like, yep, I know. I thought the <laughs> no. biker gang turned on him. That's why he's called <laughs> the FBI. So that was the craziest thing. And then I go on his show and I'm like, so what actually happened? What's going on here? And Chad posts, I know where you live. Hashtag stay tuned. And then it turns out that John was using that exact same word. Stay tuned. Threatening Chad on Chad's live stream the day before. And I'm like, well, hold on a second. And so he, I go, Chad, so you think that he started it? That's why you're calling the police? He's like, yeah. I'm like, well, that's how this works. You guys are both threatening each other. And I go, Chad, you threatened me. You told me a biker gang was going to come to my house and make my life interesting. He's like, well, I was joking. It's just a child <laughs> living alone. He has no one to fucking talk to. He's just everything to him. Like, there's no one to sound any of the shit out to him to tell him he's being irrational. It's unbelievable. All right. What have we done today? Well, we talked about No Jumper and Adam 22. We talked about his other show, Plug Talk. And Adam's just living his best life, although Rolling Stone magazine does not think that way at all. We had some amazing song parodies. Mr. Magenta with Tony Muskrat. Tony Muskrat with Tukey. We got into Opie Radio. Opie talking to Chad Zumach and that nothing Tony Mazer bringing everything to a screeching halt. But Opie was great. Opie's fantastic. He's the best. He's the reason why I got into broadcasting. We He's the know. Best. We know, you thief. Also, we should probably bring up the fact that Chad will not talk to Cardiff directly, yeah. which is insane to me. I don't know why he's so afraid of Cardiff. Probably because he knows he's in the wrong, like threatening to dox the guy for nothing. The guy's never done anything to him. In fact, early on, when people were like, this Chad guy's a dick, Cardiff actually made him endearing. He brought Chad on his show. Yeah. People were like, oh, okay, Chad can laugh along. He's all right. And that's all been obviously squashed and squandered. But yeah, for a Car- second, Cardiff's there, good like that. He is. He goes on Opie's show and Opie's right. dancing around with he, him and Cardiff. He brings people together because yeah. Cardiff is talented. Not on subreddit surfing, but just in general, he's a talented <laughs> yeah. guy. He got uh, Crowsback podcasting. For no, he didn't. What? Oh, you did. That's right. All right fair enough. <laughs> we talked about uh, stuttering John and everything that he's up to, and we don't have. Speaking of Cardiff, we don't have to catch an alien or to catch a dabbler today because Cardiff is on vacation and couldn't pull that together for us, which is okay. I'm okay with taking a a, uh, a week off or an episode off here. But you know what that means? It's time for everyone's favorite part of the show. The This is the part of the show we play a clip from the podcast that we'll be reviewing on the next episode of these podcasts, which we will be doing on Wednesday as normal. 5 p.m. if you're uh, watching live or listening live on our Discord. Of course, if you're on our Patreon or Supercast, you get a link to the YouTube video. You can watch along with us. We've had a lot of fun today. This has been uh, this has been something else. We're going to have Ray DeVito on the show. Ray DeVito's coming on. Uh, Trucker Andy's on vacation. He's off. How'd you get him? I know, right? What a get. So Ray DeVito's coming on the show. We'll be reviewing this. What's up? What's going on, you guys? Welcome, Rock Bottom Podcast with Ray DeVito. I am... <laughs> 
Ray DeVito. How are you guys? What's going on? I'm in. Uh... So this is what I figured. <laughs> we did Would You Kindly, yeah. and we had Brian and E-Rock on, right. and we critiqued their show to their faces. Yeah. And that was a lot of fun. And I thought, gosh, I just went on Ray DeVito's show last week. I was giving him some pointers and tips on how to podcast. He hasn't listened to me at all. No. He's not taking any of my advice. So I thought, oh, this will be fun. I'll have him on my show, and we can go through in detail what he could be doing better at his show to hopefully help him improve the product. What here. a good guy you are, Carl. Thank you. <laughs> I'm amazing. And also, if Ray has cats, I don't care. I don't care about his cats. <laughs> I'm your guy. I'm your guy. <laughs> I don't actually care <laughs> your about guy. his cats at all. All right. So that's what's happening coming up. Vinny Paulino, dude, I have to thank you so much. Not only is Vinny our guest co-host today, but when this morning I got up and my internet was down and I couldn't get a response from Greenlight, who has the, the fiber service that I use, I, I think I still haven't gotten a response from them, which is insane. I said, Vinny, can we do this at your studio? And this was not an easy like plug and play like we do the creep off. I'm running it off of my computer and there was a lot involved and Vinny really figured out all the solutions that we needed. There was a lot of troubleshooting. Thank you so much, buddy. My pleasure. Thank you. As and always. Vinny, of course, hosts The Creep Off with me every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern on The Creep Off YouTube channel and anywhere you get podcasts. You can check that out. And also subreddit surfing with uh, Cardiff Electric. That's right. We're going to be live Tuesday night at 8 o'clock this week. Uh, Producer Chris. Yeah. This upcoming Wednesday around 1130 a.m., Carl and I are going to be watching a little show again, episode two of thunder and paradise so if you're around nice and right. you want to come hang out and watch that with us i think everybody would love it i will make it so excellent all right ah, yes. very good i'm looking forward to that on the creep up all right guys please join us again next time it might be the episode where we find out once and for all who are these podcasts sleep well everypony starting in the mush pits of morning radio Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. Internet News with Lucy Tightbox. From Facebook, Judge Hardgroove writes, Say it, don't spray it, John. Tony Valdez suggests he should battle Rich Voss. Patrick Gleason opines, Tukey is the Jar Jar Binks of the Dabbleverse. But David Michael counters with, That's Husey. Tukey is God, you heathen. Stephanie McAlpine agrees, I adore the Tookster. From YouTube, Blue Guru comments, This perverted reality where Muppets and potatoes are just as real as the rest of us is amazing. Jay Smith, It's shocking that Patty thinks that he's talented and a big deal. He's absolutely delusional. Jedi Diahop, Patty thinking his failure as an entertainer makes him deserving of monetary compensation is outrageous. External Extrapolations, this Patty Seacups patient is a very curious case study indeed. Sean Lawrence, telling the few tens of people that you are the talent and they mean nothing is peak narcissism. Watch Silverback, what the fuck am I watching? A potato and a puppet with Carl and Carl? I need to get caught up. Brasive, what's on my screen is fucking absurd and I love it. Ignatius Riley, no to catch an alien, Cardiff, you can either shape up or get processed like all the other edible starchy tubers. Catch my drift? Caddy Daddy says. E-Rock being vague and cryptic? Never. Roland DeShane. This proves that all petty differences can be put aside under the mutual hatred of Stuttering John. He really is the great unifier. BBGC. I find it funny that Brennan talks about Carl being a little femme. If anything, Kevin talks very femme. 
Dirty Davi gushes. It's great to see Gandalf on here. LOL. Brian rocks. Joe Turner. Surprised Carl was able to get Dave Letterman. Yokes 27. Carl, much like the great Donnie Trump, is able to bridge gaps others thought were impossible to bridge. Someone get that man a Nobel Peace Prize. Serial killer gripes should be retitled The Ball Washing of Shuli from Brian Johnson. And Ferd Turgeson plays us out by quoting Rich Boss. All's well that is well. All right, no review girls today because I couldn't send out links. It was just another layer of complexity we didn't need today. Here, I'll help you. It stinks. All right, perfect. <laughs> so we're going to get through some voicemails. Now, I saw a super chat that came up on Misery Loves Company. Tony from the Bronx writes, Kevin, at least Mike Piazza was a catcher in the Major League Baseball. Carl is just a catcher in life. What a pathetic hack. Is that the, the Tony from the Bronx writing that? Whose side are you on, Tony from the Bronx? I think he's not on my side anymore, hmm. if I had a guess. All right. This is Tony from the Bronx right here. Let's let's see what he has to say. Carl, Tony from the Bronx. Listen, KB's right. You're a fucking hack, dude. And the rumor going around is also true. You're a piazza. Jesus. No kids. Piazza. Goes to a hair salon. Piazza. <laughs> Does a show with a failed Sesame Street puppet. Piazza. Does a show with a trucker every Wednesday at 5. Piazza. At least Mike Piazza was a catcher for the MLB. He's just a fucking catcher in life. Fucking pathetic. I'm out of here, dude. <laughs> okay, so he actually repeated the jokes on yeah, the voicemail. Well. He was trying out his material. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's him. Carl, yeah. if I had to guess. <laughs> <laughs> that solves that mystery, doesn't it? <laughs> Who is this Tony from the Oh, that is Tony from the Rock. Yeah. I'm starting to think he doesn't like me anymore for some reason. Oh. I go to a salon because my wife works there, sir. <laughs> it's the only time you see her. Yeah. So Full know. price. <laughs> Carl, Chris, Cardiff, review people. I listened to you today on John as you're recording. Carl, you're too smart for all of this. You speak to these people rationally, with a calm head. You give them clear instructions of what they should do. Mm-hmm. And they just ignore you. Yep. I think that's what makes them them and you you. Did you ever think in your life that you'd be dealing with the likes of a stuttering John, a Bob Levy, a Chad Zomach, <laughs> and you'd be the smart one? <laughs> uh, I voted for Vinny on the creep off. What? Love you guys. <laughs> Jesus Christ. My man. And nothing but compliments. <laughs> yeah. And then that bullshit. <laughs> he gotcha. And Vinny really fucking cheated on the creep off. Hey guys. How did I cheat? Go to the creepoff.com and vote for Carl because we were supposed to bring the creepiest lifeguard. And I brought Joe Biden. And you Who brought was the Joe creepiest Biden. lifeguard of all time. You brought Joe Biden because you knew it was a, a ringer. What do you mean a ringer? The, che- he, the man move. volunteered the information that he let the children rub his legs while he was sitting on the edge of the pool and that he loved it when they would sit on his lap and that he called them roaches. Well, he also brought a chain out to the parking lot to fight um, Corn Pop. Yeah, that's a really good. Who had a rusty <laughs> razor, <laughs> bag of rusty razors. There was, in Delaware, there was going to be a parking lot match. <laughs> In 1962, between three black gang don't members for, and the president. Don't over this. this. is insane. <laughs> this if you is, want to hear about it, visit the creepoff.com. This is so unfair. <laughs> the people are voting for you. Fucking corn pop, man. Unbelievable. This is a real problem. All right. Uh, I don't think this is an unpopular opinion, but funniest person in the Dabbleverse has got to be producer Chris. Julie was spot on when he said, 
He's the sniper of the century, bro. Funniest guy in his entire uh, Dabbler universe. Don't let it go to his head. It won't, because you got nowhere to go but down All after. Right, Carl? <laughs> that's your job. You got to rein him in, okay? Right. It's his show now. Oh. <laughs> Don't call me that. <laughs> All right. They got a lot of control. Jesus, yeah. I don't know about that. That just got me thinking. Like, if, you know, maybe 10 years from now when we're all dead, if a filmmaker is going to immortal- yeah, immortalize this. When we've transi- transitioned. <laughs> when we've transitioned. And, uh, you know, they decide they want to tell the story of this Who Are These podcasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The best character to do it through the eyes of the main character should be producer Chris. Because mm, okay. he would be like the narrator of the story. Telling the story. It's like, then I was hanging out with Carl. And then Vinny would come in and fucking do something stupid. And I would just and he would just sit there and watch it and be the voice for the, the listener. All right, but I'll write it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll write the I'll do it. Fuck yeah. I'm a dummy. <laughs> the ways I admired Carl. Let me count them. This is the way Chris saw things. <laughs> Perfect. Carl, good. <laughs> Hey, Carl. I was listening to episode 424, uh, and I was singing some pop, uh, with, and like sniffing some poppers. And I noticed that you had, uh, a lot of really heavy pee sounds, uh, cause you fucking suck at your pop filter or something. Uh, I don't know what you did to be so fucking bad at audio, but, uh, you did something really bad on that episode. <laughs> and maybe the next episode, everyone else addresses and screams at you, but you need to be screamed at more. Fix your pop filter, you poop pimple face. Piazza. Pear. Yeah, Piazza would have made more sense. Too many plosives on 424. I agree, sir. I'm trying to correct that because when I listen back, that really annoys the fuck out of me. No doubt. Listening to WATP with Andy the Crooker and Carl, you know him. Well, I'm listening and there's some stupid cunt and she's talking about some stupid shit. And then I turn on my iPhone app and I review the messages there. And then I go and I get some food and I eat it real quick and it's crude. I don't even know if this is cool. And then I go and I do something else. Yeah! Pretty good song. <laughs> was that Gary? Keep the music coming. I don't think so, yeah. but it did sound like a little bit. Maybe it was. It's catchy. Uh, this is a, a fun story. I think you guys are going to be excited for this caller here. W-A-T-P. Hey, Carl. I was wondering if you could play the victory lap jingle. It's been quite a while, and I'm taking a victory lap of my own this week. Without bogging you down with the details, my ex-girlfriend turned stalker is going to jail. Yes! Good Yay! <laughs> victory lap, victory lap. The collar. <laughs> That's amazing. What a fun feeling that is when your ex is going to, to jail. That's awesome. <laughs> you should visit her. <laughs> <laughs> Really fuck with her. This is Gary in San Diego. Hey, Carl. Gary again in uh, San Diego. Well, John had mentioned that uh, with his argument with Vince about being doxxed in Florida. Yeah. And, of course, now it's it's true. He is in Florida. 
But he, somebody said, uh, well, you said you were moving to New Mexico. Mm-hmm. And John said, well, you know, I was pretending I was moving to New Mexico to de- deflect where I was really moving. So I guess John really is true when he says he never lies and doesn't like to lie. He just likes to pretend. Uh, so he makes up stories about pretending. Yep. <laughs> and uh, I thought that was interesting. I'm a fabricator. Okay. Uh, I wonder if he's going to make up with Vince. I doubt it. He sounds like that bridge is burned. Okay, Gary out. <laughs> Gary out. Vince the lawyer can really go fuck himself. I'm a observational, uh, uh, obs- uh, I forgot what he just said he was. Pretender. Observational pretender. <laughs> Conceptual artist. I was um, listening to Vince the lawyer on the BS show yesterday morning, and Vince was trying to defend himself for posting the screen grab of our text conversation. And it was so funny because he goes, listen, if Carl didn't want me to put that out, he should have said to not make it public. And every single person on the show, there are a lot of people on that show. were like, what are you talking about? You just tell someone that a private conversation is private. I texted this to Shuli. I think he brought it up on the show. I literally text with hundreds of people. There's only one person who's ever posted one of my texts to them on Reddit. And that is Vince, the lawyer. He's the only person of all the people I text with. No one else thinks that that's like a thing that you should do. You mean you haven't seen Jenny's page? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah, it, it really does. It seems like a clout mover. He's trying yes. to chase fucking Reddit clout. Yeah, he's, he's look at me. I'm, I'm texting with Carl. Hey. Mm. Yeah, well, no more. <laughs> Not anymore, buddy. Hey, Carl. Gary in San Diego. Well, it looks like John is starting to weasel out of teaching in Florida. Oh, uh, he mentioned that uh, substitute teachers only make fifteen dollars an hour, which is one hundred and twenty a day in Florida versus two hundred in California. And full time teachers only start at thirty six thousand as opposed to one hundred and six thousand in uh, LAUSD. They don't start but- at one oh six in LAUSD. I don't know why he says that. It's just not the case. And didn't he get into this for like. The reasons of he wanted to help kids and yeah. do a good thing. Yeah. Now it's about the money, John. Now it's about the money. Okay. Also, there's no uh, state income tax in Florida, so some of that works out. Is there a harder test? So John is really starting to figure out, hey, I guess I can make more money doing my podcast than substitute teaching, even though he claimed that was his lifelong goal <laughs> right. of being a drama teacher <laughs> right. or a science teacher. What the hell's going on with him? Can he figure out what his real goal is? Uh, I think his real goal might be just drinking and podcasting. That appears to be a <laughs> lifelong goal. <laughs> anyway, that's it. Gary out. Yeah. And John was even saying on a show yesterday that because he's been teaching drama, it's got, he's got the acting bug again. And so now he's going on auditions no, a lot. John, and... those are roaches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not acting bugs. I got acting bugs. <laughs> so he's going on auditions. He's got his manager again. And he's uh, not Dante, but he's got his manager and he's uh, trying to get back into show business. So that's exciting. God, that's exactly like the show Barry. You ever watch Barry, Vinny? Oh, yeah. So the acting coach is a failed loser and he goes on auditions and stuff and never gets any parts. But in his class, he's like the guy. Like, oh, wow, your resume is amazing. But uh, that's John. Wow. Go figure. The grift that I hate the most Mm -hmm. in the world is stand-up comedy teacher. 
or somebody who right like any who type teaches of, like an art like this that yes. privately does it that charges people money. It's but, a, but even like life coaches, yeah. anybody who's going to say like I've got it all figured out and I'll tell you how to do it. I hate that. There was a guy uh, that I used to work for named Artie Fletcher who lived down in Florida. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And Artie used to teach a comedy class, and he had no idea what the fuck he was doing. But I he believe could always find eight suckers. I believe you and Mike Morris both knew Artie Fletcher. We did. Yeah. We certainly did. But I feel like that could be a good move for John to make some money is just start teaching acting classes, teaching comedy classes. Oh, He's got the name for it, and people would sign up because they're <laughs> he, dumb. We should, we should teach us how to be a stunt boy on a morning zoo show is what he should teach. John, write another book, please. Yes, something instructional. Would be well, he hilarious. was going to do. He was going to do John line dating, <laughs> all about his, his sex life and his love life. That'd be amazing. Uh, sounds nauseating. Sounds like that. a short book. Am I right, guys? Come on, <laughs> I come would on. Love that. Come on. Oh, that was the other thing that John was saying on the show. There's so much going on, but John was talking about easy for you to say. He was talking about that versus Anthony Cumia's book. Because Anthony was saying he knew the numbers, or I don't know how they were looking at it, but Anthony's book sold a lot more. But John was going, yeah, but not when you uh, factor in the audio version. So John was saying, like, his audio book has done really well. Yeah, because you gave it out to free for everybody. No, I didn't. <laughs> just kidding. See, just you keep kidding. saying that. He didn't do it, John. I'm teasing. <laughs> I did not. But so John, you know, was talking about how he's like, and, and my book, you know, Carl, I heard him saying... That he that he loves goofing on it, but he's got to love it. He's got to love like, all the behind the scenes stuff with the stars. I'm like, no, I do. I do love it. I love this book. I'll be very sad when it ends. That's for sure. It is a page turner. All right, last voicemail. Carl, you say your ethnicity is German and Dutch, but didn't you tell me uh, in our private DM that you also have like this grandfather from uh, Argentina? Uh, I don't know why you would leave that out. Uh, call me back. <laughs> That's uh, it's a great uncle. But yeah, he hasn't called into the show in a while. <laughs> Jose Hamburger from Argentina. Yeah. <laughs> Juan Hamburger. Yeah. Uh, those are the days. All right. This is the real ending of the show now. There was a fake ending and then the real ending. That's how we do things around here. What do you think about that, Vinny? Don't get my hopes up. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> Okay, folks. Guess what? This the episode's a- over. <laughs> Go fuck yourselves. Have a good week. That was a great episode. That was really great. I gotta go. Goodbye. Goodbye. You stink. <laughs>